Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Going there. Yep. This is an X-Squad Affiliate Podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daddy Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick them all in short. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Say 
of the conversation. Right, right. exactly. Come cut the phone here. We're going to hear all these more basketball takes. We're going to hear all these more sports takes. What's good, 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 Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on com. I am Maestro Styles with the homie Trey Frazier. What's good? And man, before we get started, man, I just want to say, man, make sure y'all tune in every Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Here we are live on com. Follow us on IG at Bobshop Sports Talk Podcast, on Twitter at Bobshop SPOR2. Like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Hey, man, um, you know, we out here doing the damn thing like we do each and every Tuesday, man. Let me give a big shout out to Clutch Conversations. What's Vince up? Wright, Big Kev. What up? What up? Y'all? I see that X Squad in here, man. I appreciate y'all for coming in, getting here early, man, because um, I ain't going to lie. I'm a little irritated. Um, and uh, let me give the quick plug. Vince Wright will be on immediately after or pretty like pretty close. You know, we, we might run a little over today because we got um, RBRboxing.com, Alejandro Burgers. We're going to recap the fight. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into this whole Pacquiao Mayweather drama. What's up with Deontay Wilder? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a few questions for my man, so we're going to get into that. And uh, obviously, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the the past week in football, which, man, I got to tell you, um, even though I don't like the results of my team, man, this was an exciting week of, week of football this past week, man. I, it A was, lot of more weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, week one had some weird things popping off. Yeah, this past week, week two, yeah. A lot more weird stuff. Man. Yeah. So what's good with you, man? Um, well, first, let me give a shout out to somebody, and, I, and it wouldn't be... The Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, if I didn't give a shout-out to my son's barber, uh, Dexter, who uh, used to work at the Barbershop right around the corner from the crib. Um, he's been my son's barber about maybe two months now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's crazy because um, over the weekend, I said, let me go take Nate to get his cut. So I went to the shop. I didn't see Dexter there. I saw the other fellas there. So I was like, All right, I'll you know, wait, whatever. You know, he might have just ran out or something. So one of the homeboys, you know, came over to the seating area, and I was chatting with him for a little bit. And I was like, hey, yo, what's, you know, what's, what's good with Dexter? Is he coming back or whatever? Is he off today? And dude was like, yo, Dexter passed away wow. last week. Shit. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, <clears throat> he was like, yeah, Dexter passed away last week. Um, you know, had some health issues. Yeah. And he was a, you know, relatively large Dude, and Shit. I noticed every time he did speak, you know, it seemed like he was always out of breath, but yeah. had some health issues and, you know, some stuff that he didn't want to really get into that he, you know, that he said, yeah, he was doing some stuff that really had no business doing that, you know, could have contributed to his mm-hmm. death. Okay. And so um, I, did, I just want to say rest in peace. Absolutely, to, man. Rest to in peace, Dexter. Bro. That's and, crazy. And, 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 and yeah, it, it's crazy. Because, you know, and I haven't had to have a haircut in, mm-hmm. you know, maybe 15 years. But right. I, I do recognize that relationship between a man 
and his barber is 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 low key like a relationship. Absolutely, it's low key like a relationship. No doubt. No and doubt. you know, I mean, obviously, uh, Nate wasn't old enough to understand that dynamic. No, but, not yet. No. Um, but you know, what I'm saying, you know, instilling some of the uh, things and you know, black family. I don't know if it's the same with white people and their barbers, but um, you know, instilling that dynamic in him young. Yep. And then for that to happen, yeah. And for it to happen and yeah. for him to not see him anymore. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he's gonna re- he's not gonna react to that until he gets I was waiting man, I swear I was waiting for you to say he went to another barbershop or something. I was not expecting you to say the young in Paris. Oh no nah, That's crazy. Nah, he, he he passed away. Absolutely. Not, you know, I I it, I was kinda of frustrated inside. Well for two things. Number one, I wasn't able to get Nate's haircut that yeah. evening, so we had to go back the following day, and it was kind of my fault. The following day, because we kind of went there, and and I I don't real I didn't realize this, but it seemed like the barbershops in our area close four o'clock, five o'clock on Saturdays. Oh wow! And I'm like, man, wait, the shops I know that I grew up with yeah, you in the white on a Saturday you're officially in the white they open ten o'clock at night, sometime you're, eleven. My nigga, you are officially in the white neighborhood, man. Officially, man. Officially, man, I'm like four o'clock. What? Yeah. So, hop on a Saturday. On a Saturday, my nigga. On a Saturday, four o'clock. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. So, I was like, I, you know what? Maybe, maybe this might just be the opportunity to try someplace else. Yeah. So, Mm. went to Marley Station Mall, and it's funny. Because I knew there was a shop in the mall on the second floor. Mm-hmm. But I also knew that there were a couple of shops, like, almost right next to each other. If not, like, maybe a couple of doors down. So we get to the mall, go upstairs. And I'm walking to the shop that I see from a distance. And I start seeing white people come out. Yeah, and, and you turned around. No offense, but yeah. I'm not <laughs> trying to get... My son's cut from no white person. And white person shouldn't take it as offense because if you saw black people walking out of a barbershop, you wouldn't go there. Exactly. It's just, look. Exactly. God, we just cut hair different. We got different hair. Absolutely. There's nothing to Absolutely. be ashamed. There's no shade. So I saw the white people come out and I was like, damn it. Like, mm. And so, but I, I kept walking and the shop that was like kind of like in the cut because the way it was cut from where we were walking, yeah. we couldn't see it from a distance. So by the time we got there, I was like, oh, cool. You know, homeboy sitting in his chair waiting yeah. for somebody. Yeah. You got homegirl in the back. She does beauty and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I right, bet. So we walked up in that joint and, you know, dude was like, yeah, I'm waiting on somebody. But, you know, y'all, you know, have to cut your son's hair and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, so just want to shout out that particular barbershop. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, homeboy's name is David. You know, he, I, I, I don't know if he lives in the area, but he Was he it a good line? Huh? Did he do a good job? He did a great job. Okay. He did a great job Shout considering um, considering Nate's hairline hasn't truly yeah. come to form yet. Well, you ain't really no barber if you don't understand that dynamic and know how to freak it. So, it, it, it yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. he, he did a really good job. Man. All right. Well, shout out to him. And definitely rest in peace to the, to the to old Dexter. barber, Dexter. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that's crazy. So, let, let me get into the shits if I may, man. Yeah, let's, um, let's go. So... Uh, we just had a conversation before the show. We tried to uh, facilitate it on IG Live. Mm-hmm. And um, so Josh Gordon was traded to the Patriots. 
Um, obviously, the story hit Saturday, and I was actually on live with. Uh, I think I was on live with Ben. Okay. Um. Um. Uh. And um. When the news broke that Josh Gordon was going to uh get, be cut, actually, as opposed to being traded, right? They were going to cut him. They were going to cut him on Monday, right? Right. 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 And um, which is stupid. Which to announce if you're the Cleveland Browns, it's stupid to cut him. But we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um. But um. And then you know, Bleach Report immediately started coming out with the stories about. Um, he was acting weird. Or, uh, insider said he was acting weird, right, and right. that that may have been the reason why they cut him. And then also the story about how he had a uh, non-sports injury to mm-hmm. his hamstring, and that was the reason why they cut him. Right. And right. Uh, long story short right. is that Monday he was traded to the Patriots. Yep. And um, either way, the Cleveland Browns are never going to tell you the reason why they cut him until a 30 for 30 comes out. Sure. Um, and I think it's just the Browns being the Browns. Let's be clear. Because, oh, I agree with um, that. You know, Jarvis Landry is obviously the better, best receiver on that team, mm-hmm. but Josh Gordon is obviously number two yeah. if you can get him on the field. And like I said, he did what he was, had to do. He was on the field. Yeah. Um, Sucks for Tyrod, though. Um, I it, feel like it, it's going to work out for Tom Brady. It, it, it sucks for Tyrod. I mean, yeah. that, that's the truth about yeah. it. Because yeah. we, we, what did we say when he got traded to Cleveland was that he had better weapons than he had in Buffalo. Yep. And now, again, like what Buffalo did when he was there, now Cleveland is taking away weapons from yeah. Tyrod Taylor. And obviously you know. we don't know the reason. Mm-hmm. And if it comes out and it, you know, it's a good reason, I guess, Yeah. Um, then cool. I, I, I guess... If if he had a non sports injury to his hamstring, mm-hmm. um, after all of his history, um, I still wouldn't have cut him. But but I you I, know I, I wouldn't have cut him. I wouldn't have cut him at all. Let's I, be clear, I, would I wouldn't have, have cut, cut him. him. But if that if you telling me that that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue is again um, getting to well well no well I, I don't want to even get there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Gordon, yeah, I stuck with him for this long. I don't, I just don't see the reason why y'all felt like it was time to cut him now, mm-hmm. now. Uh, well, Monday, I'm, let me say Monday. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't like it, and I don't get it. So, getting to the Stephen A. Situ- situation. Um, so Stephen A. You know, obviously they're reacting this Monday about the trade and um, yep. and all that, and um, you know he's saying that he don't like Josh Gordon with the Patriots because of um, Bill Belichick's no no tolerance, no tolerance policy and, and all this over bullshit. But then specifically when he spoke to um, Josh Gordon's drug issues, right. Specifically, use the word, and I'm and I'm using it in my narr- narrative because mm-hmm. you know we discussed this. Specifically, use the word addict, mm-hmm. and I got a problem with it. I got a big problem with it, and um, and you know, me and you spoke before, and it, right, I got a problem with it. And my problem is, it's it's not about whether Josh Gordon is an addict or isn't an addict, right? To our, I. You know, latest recollection. Mm-hmm. 
Josh Gordon had done everything he needed to do. Which is rehab. Go to rehab, report to the facility, get in game shape. Um, make the team. Actually make the team. Because that wasn't no that wasn't a guarantee. Actually be somewhat productive yeah. in a week one tie, yeah. albeit, but he did. But I mean but I'm even team. talking about before week one. I'm saying in pre you know, many camps. But, but, you, but you gotta talk about that stuff because well, if we're well, talking I'm, recent But I'm just talking we, about he doing everything he needed to do to make the team. That's all I'm talking about. I'm not, yeah, he did produce you I, I wouldn't say produce one catch for seventy yards on the touch. But I think it's important that we add all the Positive steps that he has sure, been taking sure, sure. towards rehabilitating. But he himself. made the team. He did took the steps to rehabilitate himself. Made the team. Obviously, I played whoever else, whatever else, wide right receivers got cut. Yeah, and it's not like he made the sixth receiver. He was the number two receiver. Yeah, you know, coming into week one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for him, for Stephen A. Smith to come on and be like. Here's my thing, mm-hmm. and we talked about it, but I'm, I'm obviously we we talking about this to the to the listeners. Yep. Um, the connotation, every the connotation of addict, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 um, the stigma. Let me the stigma of the word addict as a black man who did everything he was supposed to do mm-hmm. to make this team, and then got cut, and we don't factually know why he was cut. We don't know why he got cut. It's irresponsible of Stephen A. Smith to come on and talk about, oh, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. He an addict. And then Ryan Clark, ex-Stiller, be like, well, calling him an addict is a nice word. What the fuck is a, what the fuck is a mean word? The nice, thing you should, the nice thing to say was, look, man, this dude had a troubled past. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to work with the New England Patriots if he slip up because he has this truck, this troubled past and Bill Belichick is non-tolerance. If any of that past comes up to bite him, he might not have no tolerance for that. If you roll that route, yep. I ain't got no, you know, that's that's keeping it a hundred. Mm-hmm. But calling him an addict on TV seems like to me it fits the narrative of Stay off the weed. Fits the narrative of you know. Let me cl- let me clown these black athletes because mm-hmm. it fits my narrative of you know that whole stay off the weed campaign that people find so entertaining that I find entertaining. Right. And that wasn't the time, in my opinion. That wasn't the time to be calling names to fit your narrative to fit your you know mm-hmm. what works in your brand. And I think that Stephen A. Smith, who I do have respect for, mm-hmm. who's been in the game for. Uh, like 25 years. He's been doing sure. this a long time. Come on, a long time. He's been doing it a long time. Been in the time. game a long time. He ain't stupid. He know exactly what the power of his words mean. He know exactly the stigma that comes with words that he uses. Mm-hmm. Well, let me... Well, why let me, would he... And, 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 and as, as I throw it to you, why would he use that word addict, knowing the connotation of it? And, you know, I guess your take. Well, let me let me first say what's up to the folks in the chat. I see uh, Deacon Dell is up. What up, man? Uh, I see Brian Williams from the end of the what up, podcast. What up? I see Sluggo up in what up, here. What up, Sluggo? The X Squad. Gang, I see gang. RC up what in up, here. man? Uh, the beautiful Miss Mocha Bella what is up, up what in up? here. Uh, fame, forget you, man. Yeah, man. That <laughs> way. What up? What up, fame? What up, what that up way. fame? What up, fame? It's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but. Um, to, in my opinion about it, and I just heard 
yeah. interview just right before we got on here, so I'm kind of having some time to kind of process everything. Um, my my first reaction was was he was he saying it to make a point more about the Patriots than about the Cleveland Browns, and then I thought, well. Your issue is, is that he used the word addiction, and we know the connotation that that word the way he presented, in the black community yeah, is. The, not just the black community, any community. Mm-hmm. If you say, if you're saying somebody is an addict, you're not fucking with them. Mm, right, right. So I, I, I guess my thing is, and I'm, and I'm looking to see if he's catching smoke on this on Twitter, mm. and I haven't really looked yet, but. Um, he hasn't. I mean, and I guess it could progress, but it, it, yeah, it, he stuff hasn't. like stuff like this can't progress if enough of us, you know, hound him enough to yeah. where he's got to come out and explain himself. Yeah. But even in, in regard to that, though, I, I I do think as you know as we're talking more about this, I I do think that he does have to explain himself as to why he chose to go the route he did. Now you're right; it does fit his. Stay off the weed narrative. Yeah. I don't know if he meant to portray it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was his intention, yeah. which is why I think he has to come out and explain why he chose the, the word yeah. the way he chose it. Um, but I, I also think about this. And, you know, we, we, we have some of us have family members that have gone through. My father. Some horrific addictions. My pops. Yeah, like, he, you know. We keeping it all the way on it. Yeah, my, my yeah. pops is going through some stuff. You know, you you the same. Other family members. You know, some families have a history, you know, of this yeah. stuff. And, and, and sometimes this stuff lingers because there's people in families that sometimes allows this stuff to continue to happen. Yeah. Like, like, we really want to help somebody overcome their addiction. Well, if you want to help somebody, then you got to do things that is outside the normal. Mm-hmm. You can't do, you can't continue to enable a person's situation and expect that person to come out of that. And, right. and I'll give you a good example. Um, you know, my pops, um, for the most part, is not good with money. Yeah. You know, so... Why the hell am I going to continue every time he asks me for money to give him money? Right. When I know he's he's not good at it. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At, at, at some point, we, we, we got to keep it real to real with, with people and, un, and understand that, you know, whether, whether Stephen A. meant to put it towards his narrative or not, I, I, I think the way that he said it, I think... In some cases, could drop a bomb like like whoa like like this dude really you know like really put it out there mm-hmm. like you know like this could be like this could be like a wake up call not just to Josh Gordon but to Josh Gordon's camp okay for for that matter so who knows who knows maybe some good comes out of this thing maybe somebody in that camp is listening and saying man you know what Stephen A while you know he'll catch some flack for this. He told the truth, and I and I think that you know the longer we let somebody go through something, and the more we do things to enable that person to you know be what they are, mm-hmm. the worse off things are going to get. So I would look at it as a and, and again I agree Stephen A at some point whether he catches some smoke, social media or not, 
I think he kind of has to come out and explain, hey, you know, was your intent to fit this narrative and be funny about it? Or were you really trying to prove, like, prove a point? But I do think all in all, in, in some cases, I think some good can come out of this. I think some messages internally have been sent by this, I guess, this bomb that Stephen A. dropped on Curse Take today. Let me ask you two questions. One, uh-huh. do you think he intentionally called him an addict as a way of saying to Josh Gordon, you need to get your shit together? It's possible, you know, and okay. I, I don't know Stephen A. So sure, I, I, I can't say. I mean, for sure. just, just, I mean, but it's certain. It's certainly possible. Does that message seem like he was? I mean, you listen to it. Mm-hmm. Does that message he put out there seem like to you? He was trying to say, "Hey, Josh, go and get your shit together," or did it sound like he was saying, "This not gonna work out because he can't get his shit together"? I think, and there's, there's two parts to this. I think he was trying to say it's not going to work out because of what the Patriots historically have known in becoming this no-nonsense situation. Um, and that Josh Gordon would be Josh able to do Gordon that. And that Josh Gordon may not be able to mesh with the mm-hmm. policies of the Patriots. Okay. I think there's that part of it. I think the also the other part to it is that um, is, is that the is, is that I think Stephen A. was serious. Otherwise, I think he would have bought out the stay off the weed. I I, I think that, it, had he put that out there mm-hmm. you th- and called him an addict, yeah. then you would be more riled up than you are now. Would you be riled up? Um, I, I would be. Okay. Because, it, now, because now it's a funny situation. Now it's you being a character. Now you're being a character about it. But yeah. in this situation, there was seriousness going on with... The conversation that took place on first tape. Do you think that this was a? Do you think that this was a efficient way? If he meant to, if his intentions were to mm-hmm. send that message out to Josh Gordon that you need to get your shit together, mm-hmm. do you think that this was an efficient way by essentially telling him, um, right off, essentially saying that right now you're not good enough to play for the Patriots. That's how I took it. I think it's an efficient way. I don't think it's the best way, and I don't think it's the only way. I think there's other avenues to go about getting the message across. Like, look, you're Stephen A. Smith. You talk to plenty of athletes. You interview athletes. So why not try to hook up with Josh Gordon at some point because you are Stephen A. Smith. You work in the media you work for ESPN, yeah. and ESPN talks with athletes all the time. So why not hook yourself up and ingratiate yourself to a Josh Gordon and have a sit down and maybe discuss Dude, what you, you know? What what? You really I feel. tell you what, if he did that, I take back what I said. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I I think I truly think because I respect Stephen A. Smith's intellect. He ain't stupid. Mm-hmm. He's far from stupid. Right. No, I, I hear you. He's far I hear from you. stupid. I hear you. And I, so I don't think that he would. I don't. I think he was out. I think he was playing to his playing to his narrative to stay off the weed in a real. Um, I don't even think it was subtle. I think he was playing to his narrative. I, you don't even if because even if your even if your thinking is right, mm-hmm. meaning you know maybe he didn't mean it that way and all that. Right. He still understands the connotation and the stigma He's that is placed on time. the word 
at it. Yeah, he's been doing and it. And name me a time. Somebody mentioned in the chat room, somebody mentioned, um, mentioned uh, I forget who they mentioned, but mentioned a player and player on Molly. And okay, and we got a call. He didn't up. call that nigga at it. Right, right. Call it. What up? What's good? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, now we good. All right. What's good? Who, who's calling? This is Brian from uh, In the Bench. What's up, man? What's, what's up, on Brian? your mind, Pamper? Hey, what's up, man? I'm enjoying the show as usual. Thank you, man. Uh, Appreciate I think it. I'm cutting Stephen A. way too much slack. I think Stephen A. does a lot of buff dancing, and he, I, I think he lives because reasonable people like you guys won't bury him. Mm. As I stated it, as I dated, as I stated in the chat room, mm-hmm. I've been done with him since this whole thing started with Josh a few years back. When Josh was officially suspended. Stephen A. went on the whole get off the weed rant. Right. And the same day, Wes Welker was popped for using Molly. He was destroying uh, Josh. And he started laughing, was like, hey, well, you know, from what I understand, Molly is used to picking up honey. So I can, how can I be mad at him for using, uh, picking up mm. honey? Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, the question for you. Said, a question for you. Well, that, well, a question for you. Um, was Welker popped by the league for using Molly, yes. or was he? He yeah, was suspended. Yeah, yes. he was. Okay, yes. Yes. suspended. Yeah, okay. Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. And that's why I have issue with them now. In regards to being harsh, Chris Carter murders Josh on a regular basis, and I truly believe Chris Carter is doing that due to his past and out of love for Josh. Mm. And He's way more harsh than uh, Stephen A. ever has been. He's never used the term. I've never heard anyone in all the time I've been listening to sports use the word addict. Thank you. They say issues. They say, you know, uh, uh, substance issues. They never say addict. That's why I think, that's what I'm saying. I think intelligent brothers like yourselves Mm -hmm. and other intelligent people throughout our community we don't want to call him that magic word that we call each other. I'm not even gonna say the word, <laughs> but we don't ever we don't we don't want to throw that word around because that's a heavy word in itself. Mm. That's why I believe he lives because we won't bury. See, as a whole, our community is way too forgiving. Mm. That's why we, in my opinion, that's why we're in the situation we're in right. because people kick us to not behind, and then they say, "I'm sorry." But it's impossible to make a mistake and kick somebody in the behind, metaphorically, yeah. obviously. Yeah, but it's right. impossible to make a mistake and throw you under the bus. You can make a slip of the tongue. You can you, you can speak out of turn. But those are offenses. What Stephen A. did today was disrespectful. Mm. And disrespect, in my, in my opinion, guys, uh, uh, is not forgivable because that's a choice. Yeah. And, he prides himself on being a wordsmith. Yeah. He is a former writer. Yeah. So that means he has an unlimited vocabulary. Addict should never, you've never, you guys, are, no, y'all, y'all know sports just as well as any, mm. any of us in the, in the group or anybody listening. And none of us have ever heard the word addict. That's what I was saying. And that's what we was, me and, me and Trey was arguing about it on IG. Well, not arguing, but we was talking about it on IG Live before the show, man. And that's what we was trying, I was trying to find somewhere. Cause I was saying, my, my issue was, is that 
If you call Johnny Manziel an addict when he was going through what he was going through, then cool. I ain't got no problem with what you said about Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, uh, another, let me please let me interrupt you. When you yeah. said Johnny Manziel, reminded me of something else. Johnny and Josh got in trouble the same day one. Yeah, murdered Josh again, and his response was, "Man, we need to pray for that brother Johnny. Mm. We need to pray for both of them. Right? If we praying, we need to say Josh and Johnny. Right? We can't." You can't pray. I can't pray for Trey and hey, Maestro, you suck, man. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yep. As if, as if to say that Josh Gordon got Johnny Manziel in trouble. I remember that exactly. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And we, we, you know, I think it's just reasonable. You know, there's nothing wrong with being reasonable. There's nothing wrong with wanting to afford someone the benefit of the doubt. But this dude is surviving on benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, he tried to kill Cap last week. And of all people, guess who stood up to Cap? Uh, uh, Will Kane. Mm. Will Kane was standing up for Colin Kaepernick while Stephen A was trying to drag him under the transmission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I got to listen don't, to that context of that. Okay, it was about uh, uh, when he was he, uh, the one you want to look for. It's when they were talking about when Cap was making money off the shirts and everything. Okay. And he was like, well, he going to have to step down off that high horse since he's making money. And then Molly was like, slow down. All the money is going to charity. And see, my only issue with Cap is he's not talking and he didn't have a plan. And then Will Kane stepped in and he he, and he ended up look, looking like the damn fool I believe him to be. Mm. So. Hey, man, appreciate well, man, your I'm gonna call. Yeah, I'm going to keep listening, man. Great show. Yes, sir, right, appreciate man. you. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a good call right there. Um, uh, just want to say what up to Mo Cheese. What up, man? In the house here in the chat room. Yeah, man, and, and I guess just to put a a, 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 a button on the conversation, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Look, I, I'll give... Um, I, the reason why I... I feel like I'm going to cut, I'm cutting Stephen A's slack, Mm -hmm. is I feel like he puts in enough, he's done enough positive things. Yeah, and that's the thing about Stephen A. So so I'm not going to sit here and act like he, you know, he, you know, like he's of bad character per se. I don't think he's of bad character. Or like when people call him a coon or something. Yeah, I'm not going there. I think he's done enough positive things. To you know, beat that title, right? But I wouldn't. We wouldn't be being honest as as a culture and as a people, and just as me and you rapping, right? If we didn't call them out, like this, I'm, this is probably the fourth time since we've been doing this show mm-hmm. that I feel like I've had to personally say something about some bullshit Stephen Aiden said on first take, right? So well, let me give him credit for this though, because it seems like every time Stephen A has had to address something he said on TV, he has fully come out and explained himself, apologized, didn't back down from nothing. I mean, I could throw out a lot of examples from when, um, from when he was on Snoop's show talking about ass, and that kind of resurfaced, and he had to explain that um, to when I, I think it was when um, Carrie was still hosting yeah. the first take. Mm-hmm. And Stephen A said something about what was it domestic violence yeah. with women and stuff. Yeah. And Beetle got upset at him, and so they had to suspend him 
for a couple of days, and he came back and he addressed what he said, apologized. I haven't seen him back down from any smoke that has come no, his way. No, he hasn't backed down from any smoke that's gotten big enough for him to have to respond. Mm-hmm. But let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about the last time on this show we've had to criticize him when he was comparing Colin Kaepernick to Donald Trump. Right. So it's always right. these, his, his, you know what I'm saying? He's always had these little, mm-hmm. these little, you know what I'm saying, where just not enough he, people. But I, but I think he explained, I, I think he explained that. My problem with that was that it was, it wasn't the right conversation to make that comparison. I know why he, he made that comparison, right. but it wasn't the right conversation so, to make that comparison. Uh, again, he don't have the answer to me. Mm-hmm. He don't have the answer to you. He don't have the answer to you. Know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I'm gonna continue to, to say it because maybe one day he'll hear it. Cause, one day he'll hear it because yeah. this because that shit is some bullshit. And again, this ain't me disrespecting Stephen A. Smith. Again, I think he's done enough, and I feel like he's done enough or said enough. You know, as you know, representing, saying I'm here for the people. You know what I'm saying, and, and has addressed situations in a proper manner. Right. Let's not pretend like he's never addressed situations in proper manner. Yeah. But this here, nah, bro. Well, I, nah, bro. I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not fucking with it, and I'm not fucking with it. I hope he finds it when I when I cut the video up and edit it. Mm-hmm. I, like, tell me something. Even if you just tell me shut the fuck up, dumbass nigga who ain't nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Tell me something, cause that's that think, just sounds it sounds crazy that you have not called not near another white motherfucking athlete who's had drug problems an addict. Well, I think And really, and I'm sorry not to that, cut you off, mm-hmm. who in sports calls people addicts? Man, I tell you what, there's a first time for everything, man. It's crazy. Not with Josh Gordon. That shouldn't have been that shouldn't have been but, the first time. But, well, two, two things. I, I, I think when we finish this show, we cut the video up and the audio, we broadcast it on Twitter and Facebook and all that, we should tag Stephen A. Smith in it. Absolutely. And and, and, and see what we get from that. Absolutely. The other thing, I'm just looking at Twitter here, just looking at a couple of responses here. Um, this one by um, Super Bowl Champions, bitch. So people fake mad at Stephen A. for calling Josh Gordon the addict. And here's one from at Jerry and Green. Stephen A. Smith called Josh Gordon an addict on TV and says, whoa, like right after that. So there's not a lot of, <laughs> I mean, all I'm seeing is. So who's fake mad? That's, where, where did he get that? Why that, did he feel the need to tweet that? That's, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. I, I don't know where he got that from. However, though, I am seeing stuff like Stephen A.'s disgusted that Josh Gordon has a job over Des Bryant. So was that like another Topic of conversation. I mean, that I, I did see days. that. I, I did see that briefly, but okay. um, I'm sorry. I, I mean, and by you might not like this. I could see him having a job over Dez Bryant. Oh, Josh Gordon, right? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I, that's that's. I mean, yeah. I think jo- I think Dez Bryant should have a job. But if you saying right. if you asking me right now, who would I want Josh Gordon, Dez Bryant? I want Josh Gordon I w- because of the skill set. Me personally, yeah, yeah. He's still fast. Sure, and and it's funny because there was this debate going on. Um, yes, Dez has had the better resume of being productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's been the better player. But if we're talking skill set, we talking about right now. I'd give me give Josh, me Josh Gordon, Gordan. has yeah. the better skill set. You ask me right Bryant. now, give me Josh Gordon. I know Dez Bryant has performed way, way better. 
just because Josh Gordon hasn't been available. And has had opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, give me Josh Gordon. Yeah, no um, question. So the, we need to celebrate the realest nigga, the future Hall of Famer, <laughs> the realest nigga in the game. The greatest from South Central. What's up, man? What's up, man? The realest, the realest. And when I say the realest, I mean the realest. Nigga, Hall of Famer, Vontae Davis. My man, Vontae My Davis. man, Vontae motherfucking Davis. Big Brother Vernon got to be proud, though. I'm proud <laughs> as a D.C. native. I am proud of Vontae Davis. He, he got to be proud. I don't care about nothing that none of y'all niggas is about to say. I fucks with Vontae Davis. Listen, if I was playing for the Buffalo Bills... And I'm looking at the roster around me, and I, I gotta, I gotta bust my ass. If I'm looking at the this, first two games for this, damn right, I, I quit too. So let me, so let's 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 give a little backstory. Obviously, Vontae Davis. The big story is that he um, retired at halftime of this past Sunday's game against the Chargers that mm-hmm. the Bills lost. <laughs> um, and here's the story. Right. So essentially. Um, the Bills picked him up, gave him a contract, gave him some guaranteed money, what blah blah blah. He was injured. He was injured on uh game he he was injured before the season. He didn't play game one. Mm-hmm. Um really wasn't slated to play game two. Mm. But they have a lot of uh secondary issues. Right. So they put him on the field. They put him on the field, even though they he to to report saying that he wasn't ready. They put him on the field. Mm-hmm. First play, first or well, first score. I don't know if it was the first play. First score, they score. Mike Williams scores on a bomb. Guess right. who he beats? Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis, right? They sit him down mm-hmm. after that play. Right after that bomb. Right. They sat him down. Mm-hmm. He didn't get, go back on the field. Mm-hmm. This is the Charger game. This is the Chargers Bills game. Okay. This hap- all this happened Sunday. Right. Right. He didn't go back onto the field. Now, was there a situation where he made a tackle and he got up smiling and celebrating because he made a tackle? Because I, I saw something. Maybe on that TV happened. Maybe that happened. That happened. And I don't know what part of the thing that happened. I, I, I Obviously, assume, it was the first. Half, I would assume but, it happened first because yeah. the Chargers' first touchdown score was a bomb to Mike Williams. Right. If I'm getting the story right, uh-huh. it was a bomb to Mike Williams where he beat Vontae Davis, and it wasn't close. Right. And it wasn't close because he wasn't supposed to be on the field to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um. After he got beat. Yep. You told the man he had to play. Mm-hmm. He gets beat on one play and you sit him down? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. I'll tell you what. To man. add to add injury to insult, the Buffalo Bills suck. Yeah, they probably they, they, they look suck. like they own they're 16. They're the worst. I mean, I don't think they're going to own 16. They're the worst team right now. Yep. If we had them, they're the worst team in the NFL right now. If we had to do a power ranking right now, mm-hmm. they're the worst team in the NFL. They're number, they're number 32. It's not. Yeah, I don't, it's, think, it's I don't think it's close. No. I don't think it's close. No, they're the worst team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, they had just got blown out by the Bills. Yeah, in a desperate attack, in a desperate attempt because they were short in the blown secondary. Up by the Ravens, you mean. I'm sorry. What blown, did I just blown, say? You said the Bills. Oh, I'm they sorry. They're blown, blown out by the Ravens. He might as I'm well. Yeah, been blown out by, the Bills, by themselves. By they might have been blown out by themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> it but might as well. In a desperate attempt because you were short in the secondary, you rushed this man on the field. Yep. You knew you wasn't going to get him. You know. 
100 percent mm-hmm. he wasn't supposed to be on the field. He gets burned. Y'all get frustrated and sit him down after he wasn't supposed to be on the field to begin with. Making it seem like it's him is him. Look, Vontae Davis is a real one. He 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 a real one for doing what he did. DC now, native, by the way. Now look, look. Can I, I I said this yesterday. If I was on his team and that happened, yeah. I'd be pissed off because, you know, if we're a team and we're trying to accomplish something yeah, and you yeah. go out and you don't say nothing, sure. Yeah. In the heat of the moment, yeah. you you you're upset. Yeah, I shouldn't suck. You're upset. But this is so funny. This, this is, is fire. This is, this is an indictment. This is fire. On the Buffalo Bills organization. It's, an, it's a true indictment. They stink. Because let's be clear. He could have easily, he could have easily... Mm-hmm. Rode the bench all season. Right. Got fifty thousand dollars a game. That's that was his his right. pay. Fifty thousand dollars a game plus what that whatever his base salary is, he gets another fifty thousand dollars for every game he plays. Mm-hmm. So he could have easily sat on the bench, right? Collected that money mm-hmm. and went home. Hell, but he what could've... he decided was, I suck. Uh-huh. Y'all this team suck. sucks. Yep. I'm not gonna sit here for this bullshit. I. I don't see what the big I'm, fuss look, is about. Look, if you tell from an outsider, I don't you, see what the big fuss is. If you're telling me, oh, he should have waited to the end of the game, maybe. You know what? Yeah, you know and what? And that's what I was gonna maybe. say. Hell, maybe. he could have sat on a bench in the second half of the game, and, 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 and then went in the sure. locker room and been but you like, know what? "Look, guys, y'all can look. Y'all move forward. The rest of the fourteen games, I'm out. <laughs> I you can't do what? this no more." Like when the spirit of the Lord compels you, you got to move. And you know what the Lord may may have said to him? Mm-hmm. Vontae, you ain't about to put no effort into this. <laughs> Use some cut. They some cut. Yep. Don't keep taking their money. They can go pick up somebody with the rest of that little fifty thousand dollars. Get somebody off the practice they, squad. They or something. Yeah, man. They could have got a young a young hungry boy yeah, to right. go on there and play. You know what I'm saying? They could have picked somebody up. You know what I'm saying? That maybe want this more than you want this. You done made your money. You done raked the game mm-hmm. for $54 million in your career. Yep. Man, let, let, let another young boy eat, man. Uh, I want to say what's up to 334 Bama What boy. up, man? Also want to say what's up to the Chief Rock of Jersey. What Burn up, man? Chat room. Uh, I think that was it there. Um, you know you know what I thought about after this news broke about Vontae Davis? I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know what, Vontae Davis, if he decides he wants to go commentate or be on like NFL Live on one of these shows, he should go ahead and do that. Because look, Bobby Petrino quit on the Falcons years ago in the yeah. middle of a season and didn't, didn't, tell the, didn't tell his players after the game, mm-hmm. left a note in the locker room and just bounced. And the next thing you know, he gets a job at Louisville. I tell you, man, what kind of quit, what kind of quit do y'all want? Do y'all want the quit where he's sitting there soaking up all y'all money for set for fifteen more games or fourteen more games, or you want the kind of quit where he just like, you know what? Y'all go ahead and hold that fourteen times fifty thousand. Just 000. X my contract out. Go ahead and save I'm, that. I'm bowing out. Yeah, go ahead and save that for yourselves. Just give me what you guaranteed me. Go get somebody else that might want to do this. Because I ain't got time for this bullshit. Right. Uh, Mo Cheese in the chat says, that's like Buddy that walked out the ring when the bell rung. That's some BS. Nah, I don't, I don't think that's the same thing. 
I, I, I just don't. I mean, and yeah, I don't think any of like like even the Bobby this Petrino is, this thing has never happened before. This is unprecedented. Yeah, it's unprecedented. But even what Bobby Petrino did it to the Falcons, that was kind of unprecedented. But I'm just saying, if Vontae Davis out there looking for work, y'all give him some work. Yeah. Don't don't try to blackball the guy because Rocker, he quit on Chief his Rocker, team. I'm gonna tell you something good, man. You don't come in my chat room and don't put a capital L on the Lord no more, man. You put a capital L on the Lord, bruh. But he also says, he says, Steelers suck, where's the win? Man, fuck all that. You put a capital L on the Lord, bruh. But I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta call Chief out, though. Even though the Steelers don't got W's yet, the Giants don't got W's either. Look, look, uh, we'll get into that in a recap. <laughs> we'll get into that in a recap. The Giants look terrible. Alright, so speaking of robberies, Dwayne Wade... <laughs> Signs to the Miami Heat for one more year. Why are you year. calling it a robbery, though? It's a robbery, bro. Why? It's a robbery, bro. Why? Look, look. He's he's Wade County, man. He can come back. He can come back for one more year, ride the bench if he wants to. Hell, he could even hold the clipboard and, what if, and coach. Why? Hell, why? Because he's Wade County. He could do that. Look. He could do that. Go out with the team that drafted you. You got three rings. You got five titles. Hall of Fame, no doubt about that. Hall of Fame. He's on skates in the Hall of Fame. No question I, about I, that. I get that. I, I get that. How much you think? I didn't see. I didn't see the numbers. How much they paying Dwayne Wade to, to basically play in the playoffs? Um, to play in the playoffs this previous? No, I'm talking about this year. Oh, this, let's be this clear. year. His game. Let, let's let's come on. I don't, I don't come know on. what his numbers He's, are, but I'm talking about how much is he getting paid? To come back for one last year, did you? See That's what I'm saying. I don't. I didn't see the dollars. Because let's be clear, they don't give a fuck about what he's doing in the in the regular season. Oh, of course not. They don't. Of course not. They care about the fact that in the playoffs, like for instance, last year when they played the Sixers, when they played the Sixers, Dwayne Wade he was gave the you re- one yeah, great game and off that's, the bench, and that's, that was it. That's what they need him and for. That's what, and that's what they're going to do this and year. Exactly. And if they make the playoffs, he's going to do the same exact thing again. He's going to come off the bench. He's going to give them a 25, 26-point outburst. And then he's going to fade out to off the into legend. the sunset after that. Let's shout out to the legend, Hall of Famer, Dwayne Wade. And after all, you do got Gabriel for another so. for, for another robbery. He do got Gabriel Union, though. He... I can't, robbed, I can't front on that. He robbed, even if he got the veterans minimum, whatever that is, which I doubt they gave Dwayne Wade the veterans minimum. Mm-hmm. I doubt that very highly because he's Dwayne Wade. He Dade County, Wade County, whatever you want to call Wade County, it. man. Yeah, whatever. You do that. Yeah. Look, that's, that's nostalgia right there, man. You can do I, that. Look, cut it. You can, cut you can it. do that. Hey, shout or, out to Or him. you want him to pull Vontae Davis be like, look, man, I'm, I'm not I dribbling this what. basketball no more. I'm, I'm, I quit. I tell you what, if the Heat some garbage, and he's some garbage, and they play him the way the Bills played Vontae Davis in that first quarter, roll, roll, roll out, roll, roll. See, it'll see it'll it, it'll be more it'll be a little more cheered in Miami than it would be with Vontae Davis in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, Mo Cheese in the, in the chat says. Uh, what do y'all think about the Kevin Durant to LA next year scandal? I love it. Um, um I don't I didn't hear anything about that. I heard that, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I also heard the Knicks. Yeah, I, I heard so, there's a lot of stuff going Yeah, on. um there's I don't look, do I think that Kevin Durant is leaving after this year? 
I think it's only going to be of that. If other parts of that team break up, yeah. in the offseason, then I can see him going. Yeah, but if Clay stays, Steph's going to be there. Draymond's going to be there. Well, if let's be clear, Clay or Durant's going to be there. Clay or Durant are leaving. I, I, that's just how I feel. Clay or Durant are leaving. You think one of those two? One of the, one of the two are leaving. Yeah, I'm, one I'm, I'm two. not mad at that. One of the two, and I'm not mad at that. One of those two are going to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I, I do think though. I think if Durant is smart, I think he goes someplace else other than where LeBron is at, I think. Why? Why? You want more rings than a dude. You're gonna You got you got what you you about to get one do he, more. Do he really want more rings than LeBron? Do he, he really might. He I mean might. these niggas coming out with rap songs together, do they really He might. I don't I don't know. I don't know that he cares about that. I don't know that he cares about that. I don't know either. I know I know that when you get that when you get that ring Mm-hmm. Your stock goes up, and you can you could tap pockets. Sure. He got the ring. Mm-hmm. He tapping pockets right now. I don't know that he cares about rings. Because mm-hmm. I mean, more rings than LeBron. I don't know if he cares about that. See, He's already submitted Hall of Fame. Got the rings. Got everything that a Hall of Fame career sure, suggests. Sure. Remember this: when he was a free agent and he was leaving OKC, and there were rumors about him going to the Celtics, the Heat, and other teams in the East, the Wizards, and all mm-hmm. that. You know. I was like, oh, he need to come to the East, balance this thing out. No, he stayed out West, and there were rumors that he ain't won no parts of LeBron in the East. So, if I'm Durant now, and LeBron's with the Lakers now, and I got a chance to go someplace else after this season, I might be looking at one of those teams out East. Yeah, I hear you. Maybe, maybe I go back home. Maybe I, maybe I come I to the tell Wizards. You, I tell you what. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I come back don't home. Get, don't get me excited. Because <laughs> John Wall, Dwight Howard, and Kevin Durant. Maybe I do that. You know what I'm With saying? With Bradley Bill. Yeah, well, don't get me excited. Man, that's a lot Don't money. get me excited. That's a lot of money Look, to try to pay that, pay the that, Pay him that damn money. Somebody got to get the pay cut. Um. So, congrats to Frank Gore. Yep. Who passed... Um, I forget who he passed, but he's fourth, um, fourth Curtis all-time. Martin. Curtis Martin, yep. yep. He's fourth all-time, all-time rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Um, shouts out to him. I don't, I don't know. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer for One, certain. On the first ballot, he goes in. Yeah. You, you can't fourth be fourth all-time, fourth, yeah. all-time yeah. and not get in the first ballot. Fourth all-time, you can't. Yeah. You can't, especially probably, with that list. Probably one of the more quiet first ballot Hall of Famers we've had. Emmitt Smith, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders. Frank Gore, Curtis Martin, all in the top five in rushing mm-hmm. in the history of the league. He's got to get in on yeah, first battle. First battle, I agree. I agree. There, there's no question about also, that. Also, uh, congrats to Ben Roethlisberger, who is number seven all time all time passing yards. Passing yards. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This kind of, I guess, race towards, I guess, the top, and and, and quite frankly, it's going to be hard for some players to do it yeah. to get to like the. Let's be clear. Seventy thousand. I, I don't think Ben Roethlisberger's doing it. Let's no, he's not doing yeah, that. Yeah, but like the players that are like behind him, yeah, there's not really anybody that's on pace for like seventy thousand. Yeah, but there's going to be people that are going to be in pace to get in the top ten. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. You know, back then it, it was hard. Now it's all easy because of the way the league is now with, you know, throwing the football and everything like that. So, um, hey, Big L, what's up, man? What's what's going on, Big L? He looks like he's got some uh, some news here. Let's let's see what's up with this. Bucks quarterback Jameis Winston has been sued by the Arizona Uber driver 
who was accused who accused him of sexual assault by groping her in March of in 2016. <laughs> the woman has only identified as KP in the federal court papers is seeking more than seventy five thousand dollars in damages after she said Winston grabbed her crotch in the drive through of the Mexican restaurant. Um, and I'm not going to read the rest of this because I, I, I kind of, you know, see exactly where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, my initial reaction is, why are you coming out with this when Jameis is about to go back yeah. into the game right after this coming weekend? Hey, pay her the money and let that shit go away. You know, yeah. Pay her the money. Why are you trying to put this man's name out there like Settle that, Settle out man? of court. Settle out of court. That's Jameis Winston's best. That's his best option, in my opinion, right now. Fight that shit out of court. Why you you, are, you done already paid the piper on your career, and we'll get to Fitzpatrick. You done already paid the piper in your career. Go on, pay her in, in, in this shit. Man, I, I can't. Go on, end this shit. Man. Go on, end it. Go on, end it. Because you're going to fuck around. You're going to fuck around. And I have a job. It's bad enough Fitzpatrick it's, you're threatening gonna fuck, you're to gonna keep the job. and lose your job to somebody you shouldn't be losing your job to right. because of this bullshit. And go now this the, comes out. Yeah, go on and pay, go on and pay the piper. Um, lastly, before the break, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, I'm sure everybody's seen the, uh, the pictures of uh, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch in high school. I just, I just want to know, what do you think happened? From uh, from high school time of the to going to, to the Buffalo Bills. I was gonna say, I mean, yeah, just to the Buffalo Bills. Essentially, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah. Like, what in the hell do you do? You think he was his military in high school? I mean, he obviously ran the same way. Like, he was. He was. I mean, just looking at some of the clips, uh, he was. Look, look. Um, you never judge looks. You never judge books by its cover. Because he looked like a lame. So, let's, 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 let's just get that out there. He looked like a nerd. He looked like a straight lame. He looks like a nerd. That don't mean... That don't mean he is. That he 100%. was. 100%. That don't mean that he was. 100%. So, you know, I, I, I think uh, appearance does change perception. No question about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm going to go it changed along, my perception. I'm going to go along with the fact that, look, you, you, you was raised in Oakland, California. Yeah. And... <laughs> It's rough yeah. in Oakland, California. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. I think he was still he was beating he was beating dudes up. At some you think point. so? I, I I tend to think so. Okay, all right. I I, I tend to think so. I wonder. I, I just I, I wondered. Yeah, it's <laughs> called that. Call that's called the maturation process. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. 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 I just wonder. I just I it was is it was clearly a contrast mm-hmm. <laughs> from. What he is now, so I I, I thought in my mind, mm-hmm. what damn like <laughs> this nigga get cool all of a sudden like it was, yeah right <laughs> man, like did money make this nigga cool I, I don't I don't know yeah, he must have must have uh, just a few more uh, shots out to the chat room here uh, Mandelion is up what up here. brother and uh, make sure y'all check Mandelion and his girl girly girl yep yeah on the show later tonight um think nine o'clock Eastern yeah, time yeah he's normally he's normally right on after we yep, after us yep. yep. Great show. Make sure y'all tune out to them. Uh, Clutch Conversations got a comment here. Michael Thompson, who's Clay's uh, yeah. dad, mm-hmm. says he, he wants his son to be with the Lakers. Of course he does. Of course. Uh, Mochi says the one-year contracts have changed the game, but I say Clay or Draymond is leaving eventually. Yeah. And then uh, I, I think I, I think it's Clay or Durant, but yeah. okay, yeah. I, I'm not mad at yeah. that. And then uh, Clutch Conversations says what's wild is that for all the success he's had, he being Kevin Durant. Uh, he's still number two to LeBron, and no amount of championships is going to change that. 
Say that one more time. Read that again. Um, uh, with all the excess he's had, he's still number two to LeBron, and no amount of championships is going to change that. I agree. So yeah, I agree. With that. Uh, yeah, I, I can rock with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I want to say what's up to BS3 Sports and Music. What up? What up? Uh, great job with the website. Yes, sir. Keep yes, it sir. It's 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 good. It's great. Great. Keep keep the work up, and um, you know, wish you all the best, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, let me see who else is up in here. I think that was good. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to take a break, man. The number is uh, 240-532-2718 um, if you want to, um, you know, rap with us for a couple of seconds. Um, when we come back, we're going to have on Alejandro Burgess from RBRbox.com. We're going to talk about this uh, fight over the weekend, Triple G, Canelo. Yes, we're sir. We're going to talk about um, Mayweather and Pacquiao Part 2, if that's going to happen, what's going on with that. And also... I ain't heard from my homie, the people's champion, the bronze bomber, man. So I'm we gonna ask we gonna ask about what's going on with him. Yes, sir. What happened with the Anthony Joshua situation? Because I was ready for that fight to happen, and here here it is. And now we're talking about fighting somebody else. So I want to know what's going on with that. Um, so we're gonna talk to him after the break. So uh, Bob Shot Sports Talk Podcast on www.bobshotsportstalkpodcast.com. As soon as I find a joint. <laughs> What's good? It's Maestro Styles of Bob Shop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure you rock with my homegirl, the queen, girly girl, Saturday at 9 a.m. and Sunday at 5 p.m. What's up, everybody? This is Ben from the BS3 Sports Show. And if you're looking for a different type of show, something different that you haven't heard before, Check out the BS3 Sports Show every Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Great guests, great music. You never know who will be on the show. So check it out, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. What's good, people? Bobshot Sports Talk Podcast at www.bobshotsportstalkpodcast.com. Maestro Styles with the homie Trey Frazier. What's good? And we got the legend. And I'm saying he a legend because that's my man's right there. The young legend. RBLboxing.com founder. The only man that I would really talk to and respect their opinion on boxing in real life. I'm not going to lie to you. When I got questions, I go to this man. I, don't, I argue with people on the strength of what I think, that, what information I think I digested from him. Mm-hmm. I argue with other people based on that. So, low-key, he's my boxing knowledge. Alejandro Burgess, what's good, my brother? <laughs> what's good, guys? I appreciate that uh, that uh, amazing intro. Um, I'm trying I'm, to get my uh, Noriega on. <laughs> yeah, that did kind of sound it, like... Uh, we go, we, you know, we go way back to the basement... Uh, 
fight parties and all that. Yes, stuff, sir. So, that sounded know. real drink champish. <laughs> Thank right you, man. There. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, look, man. We 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 just gonna get right into it, man. Um, obviously, Triple G and Canelo. Canelo uh, pulled it off, and um, a lot of the uh, well, I'll say it's a mixed batch of how people feel about it. Um, what, what was your take on it? Yeah, well, first and foremost, it was an excellent fight. Um, I enjoyed it more than the first one. Um, first one was a great fight, too, but this one just had sustained um, kind of like high drama. It wasn't like a like a slugfest war, but it was just like high intensity, back and forth. Both guys did their thing, and um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome to watch. Um, it's one of those fights where you could really argue either guy winning Mm -hmm. uh, or you could argue a draw. Um, And you see now everything, the trickle effect after the fight, immediately after the fight, even still today, um, people are still arguing. People are pissed off, you know, for whoever they thought won. And it's one of those fights. You know, like when Mayweather and Pacquiao fought, it was like, you know, wake me up when this shit is over. Yeah. Um, This one is like, I still want to talk about it four days later. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, so it is, one of those fights that um, definitely is going to go down in history, and I think warrants a third fight. Um, it was that exciting. As long as they do it within the, the proper time frame, because the one caveat is, I mean, I think you could start to see a little bit of the decline of, of Gennady Golovkin, but not to the point where it's like this wouldn't be a great fight if they did it in May again. Yeah, I'm with you, um, and, and you, you took the question right. You took my later question right right on from me. Um this definitely has to be a third fight. In my mind, I, I don't see how this time next year, if it hasn't happened by this time next year, I'm going to be a little upset. Right, yeah. And um, I guess it all depends. I mean, Canelo's trying to come back in December, um, which is a quick turnaround. you got to think that it's not going to be against a huge uh, you know, threat or risk. But, um, you know, if, if they can get it together and, and, you know, they can come back and, and reach an agreement for May, um, by all means, I mean, that would still be Maybe probably fun, one of the yeah. biggest, yeah, one of the biggest fights you can make in boxing still. Yeah. I mean, it, it was that good. And I mean, then, then you're elevating this, um, rivalry and this, this, uh, combat between these two guys into like, you know, legendary status where you have like trilogies. You're talking about some of the greatest trilogies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And they have, they're at that point where they can add that third chapter. And it can be one of those great trilogies. So, yeah, I mean, and also, I didn't mention, but I mean, I thought Golovkin won. Um, yeah, I did You know, like you were saying, people are, people are split, um, you know, on, on who they thought won. I mean, you got a lot of uh, ringside press that thought, um, I think it was something like 34 had Golovkin, 15 had a draw, and uh, two had um, Canelo winning. So, um, by those numbers, you know, you would think overwhelmingly Golovkin got robbed, but I, I wouldn't say he got robbed. I, I hate that, that, um, you know, the idea that everyone, as soon as your guy loses, um, or the guy that you think won, you know, oh, it was a robbery. It wasn't a robbery. It, it was a great fight. And sometimes it doesn't go the way that, <laughs> that you think it should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there were, there was a lot of close rounds. There's, the, the only thing is like, some things kind of like irritate me. Um, you know, when you start to break down the numbers and stuff like that, and boxing is real weird because it's not like a clear cut. It's not like, okay, you know, they scored three touchdowns and the other one scored two. So, you know, they won 21 to 14. It's, right. not, it's not like that in boxing. So there's, um, arbitrary things that you can rank ahead of another thing 
And um, that's what you have to, you know, kind of base your scorecard off of. But some of the things are weird. It's like one of Canelo's best rounds was round seven. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the judges gave that to Golovkin. And it's like, for me, it's a how. It, yeah. It's almost like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Freakonomics. Um, and they did a study in Freakonomics uh, about a standardized testing in Chicago. And um, they took like a, a large pool of like Scantron sheets. And they were trying to look for, uh, you know, um, inaccurate you know kind of trends and it was like you know they start looking at patterns and i wish someone would do a study like this in boxing but it's almost like the cards are like filled out before sometimes because Mm. how could how could you you know how could you give probably arguably his best round how could you give it to to golovkin right it was that Mm -hmm. round when he's like pushing him back and Mm -hmm. with all those power shots and then round 12 on the flip side I think Golovkin won clearly, and two of the judges gave it to Canelo. Wow. So, to, to me, that's kind of weird. I mean, no matter how we got to the point or how we got to the score, um, it's fine. You know, either guy could have won, like I said, but I don't know. Sometimes that's why, that's where the conspiracy theorists come in. Wow. Um, you know, and then some of that stuff is kind of weird. Hey, um, so you, you're listening to Alex Burgos from RBR Boxing, rbrboxing.com. So, Alex, how excited are you to watch two 40-plus-something-year-old guys uh, go at it one more time in uh, Floyd Mayweather and uh, Manny Pacquiao? <laughs> Not excited at all, man. But it's <laughs> yeah, kind of like, you. <laughs> you know, at this point... Um, I don't mind it as much because it's not like, it's not like the preeminent like thing that we've been waiting for. You know, right. we, it already right. passed. Um, we've already gotten, you know, Canelo triple G twice. Yep. Um, you know, kind of the horizon stuff is now like Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff on the horizon that we're kind of licking our chops more for, um, than these two old guys. And like, if they fight, it's not like they're like, you know, holding belts for hostage. I mean, yeah. I think I've got the WBA title. I mean, like, it was a, a vacant um, trinket um, interim at first, and then vacant that uh, Matisse won, mm-hmm. and then he lost to Pacquiao. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not like a huge deal where they're like, okay, well we're we're not going to fight the top dogs, but we're uh, we're going to fight each other and then call ourselves the best. Nah, we we all really already know um, right. their better days are behind them. You know, now the welterweights, now it's the uh, Errol Spence time and the Keith Thurmans yeah, and the Terrence Crawfords, you know, it's their time. So, I keep trying to tell you know, this I, cat I, I, at work, man. I keep telling these cats about Earl Spence, man. Earl Spence is a problem. Yeah, he is. The, the, you know, the, the lately, though, I mean, the, the, the fight that everybody's talking about now is not even him and Keith Thurman. It's him and Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for politics or for whatever reason, that one's difficult more difficult to make than uh, than Errol Spence and Sean Porter or Errol Spence and, and Keith Thurman if he ever comes back to fight. But um, I don't know. I mean, he, as of late, um, hasn't really been saying things that, uh, you know, I, boxing is funny. Boxing fans are funny because at a certain point they're like, you know, dogging Keith Thurman because they say he's dodging Errol Spence. Mm. And then now Errol Spence is kind of getting that rap because he's quote-unquote dodging Terrence Crawford. Um, you know, verbally or, or yeah. what people are interpreting how he's saying it. So it's, you know, it's always something. You know, six months ago, it's Errol Spence is the truth and he's the next one and da da da. And then now, you know, Terrence Crawford wins the title. He blasts Jeff Horn out and uh, now he's the guy. So 
that's actually the fight, though, that I mean, we want to see is, is him and Terrence Crawford. But yeah, no, Earl Spencer's the man. I mean, How you feeling about uh, Sean? Sean did what Sean Porter uh, just beat up on Garcia. How you feeling about that? Yeah, I mean, that was another fight that was like uh, really close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could have had it either way. Um, for whatever you know it is, I mean, Sean Porter said after the fight, this is going to be the easiest fight to make between him and Earl Spence. Yeah. That's awesome too. I mean, that's a unification fight. You got the WBC um, and IBF champ, you know, unifying there. So that's what, that's what people want to see. They want to see high stakes fights, two guys in their prime. Um, so I mean, that's it's a good thing that you know you got these in house uh, PBC guys that that are now calling each other out and now saying that they're going to fight. Um, so you know, Thurman's not going to come back. Um, at least some of these other guys. I mean, even Danny Garcia, I mean, he lost, but he's still in the mix. Yeah, he's absolutely. I agree. Top guys. So he's got a lot, of, a lot of names there. Yeah, welterweight, I'm definitely, welterweight is definitely doing their thing. Like, <laughs> it's, it's looking like they're going to be the, the, the fighting class that's out here for for a couple of years. Um, yeah, my last sure. question, my last question, and I'm sure you know where I'm going. What's happening with the people's champ the bronze bomber. When are we going to see this? When are we going to see him in the ring again, man? What's going on? Can you give us any intel, man? Yeah, I mean, from some people that I spoke with over the weekend, I mean, apparently the um, so, so the whole thing with um, you know him and Joshua fell apart, and then the fight that was supposed to be made um, in November or December was going to be him against Tyson Fury. Yeah. Um, but now rumblings are that that fight is falling apart. Um, and so, I mean, maybe him against Dominic Brazil, who's, uh, another PBC heavyweight. He fought Anthony Joshua that knocked out. Um, he's got a decent record. Um, they've kind of had their back and forth, uh, beef going on or whatever. So, I mean, not necessarily one of the top guys, but kind of one of these stay busy fights. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean... That, that's what we're at right now. We don't have no really solid uh, info. We caught up with his mom, actually, at the Boxing Expo. Um, she had a lot of cool things to say, a lot of stories about him. So, Dope. I mean, he's an interesting story. Um, you know, people are still going to follow him and watch him. I mean, you want to see him play Joshua, obviously, but, um, you know, they're, they're pushing that off. I never really thought that that fight was going to happen this year. Anyways. I think wow. we talked about that last time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that fight really happening until next year, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, heavyweights are always intriguing. So even if he's fighting a, a stiff with no pulse, I mean, people are going to line up to watch it because they want to see him knock someone out. What part of next year do you think that fight will take place? Do you think it's like the first quarter, second quarter of the year? It could be a summer fight. It could be an end of year fight. Um, I guess it just really depends how that, how that breaks down with, um, the new streaming service that Mashroom Boxing and, and Eddie Hearn have, mm. um, if it's going to dazzle or whatever, or if it's going to end up on Showtime. I mean, there's a lot, it's funny because a lot of new things are happening in boxing as, as far as how you watch boxing, you know, like ESPN Plus. I hate, um, I hate but, that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of different, like, streaming, you know what I mean? Like, for the landscape of how you watch, you know, HBO is not like the preeminent, uh, you know, network anymore. I don't think they're the gold standard anymore. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, you know, have their grapes about the, the I think Showtime, I think Showtime had them beat for a few years in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, well, Showtime for a minute looked like it was about to take over, but now yeah. Matchroom has the deal with, with that and the streaming. So like the Anthony Joshua fight against the Beckham this weekend, 
is going to be on the streaming service. So it's mm. not, you know, Showtime doesn't have their, um, you know, their involvement in that anymore. So it's weird. It's just, we're going to see how that's going to break down. But I mean, there's still a lot of fights to be made. Um, the junior middleweights, the 154 guys, you know, Jamel Charlo, Jared Hurd, mm-hmm. Jaime Munguia, who fought on the undercard of, uh, of the Canelo card. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. That's another division that's just like stacked that you want to see these guys fight each other. So. Um, lastly, man, I, I'm I'm a flex. I'm gonna let you flex. Give me, give the audience some up and come, up and coming boxer that people should look out for that they might not know about. Um, this is always fun because it's like you know sometimes like guys are just like one or two fights away. Um, I will say, let's see, top rank. Um. The top rank has a guy, Andy Ventus. He's undefeated. Um, he's fought on ESPN a couple times. He's he's pretty good. Um, you got another guy by Gabe Flores Jr. He's the uh, youngest ever to sign with top rank. Mm-hmm. He just had his first fight on ESPN. Um, probably one of the brightest stars in either, you know, whether you're talking about Golden Boy match or whatever, is Teofimo Lopez. Um, he's the dude, I don't know if you guys have seen, he's been on ESPN a couple of times. He does the Fortnite celebration, the, the bat flip. Um, he's, yeah, I'll have to send you a link of highlights, but he's blasting guys. Um, he actually got a raw deal in the last Olympic. Uh, he had qualified and then because of a technicality, he didn't qualify. They put another guy in instead. And so he ended up representing, uh, Honduras in the Olympics instead of the U.S. Um, so yeah, his, his dad is from Honduras, but he's born here. And so, um, he, he was kind of an interesting story coming out. Um, but he's got the power. He's got the technical ability. He's probably one of the, the brightest guys. Also, Devin Haney. Devin Haney's Devin been Haney. like a young prodigy, yeah. um, training in, at the Mayweather gym. He yeah. just became the youngest promoter. Um, he's also fighting on Showtime coming up. Um, against Juan Carlos Burgos, <laughs> shares my last name. Uh-huh. I think shares my brother's exact name. Um, but he's a former title challenger. Those are up and there's a lot of up and comers. Yeah. Um, our area guys, uh, Lamont Roach Jr., who signed a Golden Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's hitting that fringe of of top ranked guys on the uh, WBO list. Um, and then you got guys that still have some stuff to prove, but might be like name notoriety. Like I don't know if you've seen Ryan Garcia. You know, he's kind of like this new golden boy. He's got over a million followers on Instagram. He fought on Facebook a few weeks ago. Um, but his his star is kind of bigger than his britches type thing. Like, I think he's got a lot left to learn uh, boxing-wise. But he's a name that they're going to try to start pushing out there. Gotcha. Um, hey, you flexed you know, on us. I got one more question, and it, it just dawned on me. Um, Kurt, Curtis? Is it Curtis? I'll, I'll ask the question because that was going to be my last. <laughs> that was going to be my last question. Curtis. So, so Alex, since it's been a while since we had you on the show, uh, a few weeks ago or maybe even a few months ago, Curtis Harper leaves the ring in the beginning of round one and walks away from the boxing ring. What was yeah. your reaction to that? And have you ever seen anything like that? Um, in your days of, you know, covering boxing? Yeah, I mean, I've seen some some crazy stuff. Um, unfortunately, I was ringside when um, 
temperature cologne uh, fought his last fight before he went into a coma. That's probably the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, um, and then seeing how people in hindsight were treating the situation. That was the craziest thing I've seen in person. When Curtis Harper walked out, I laughed. Um, but I laughed because initially I thought he would, he didn't want to fight F.A. uh, Ajagba Mm -hmm. because that dude is, he is serious. Like he's raw. I mean, he's a heavyweight, but Uh he could punch. Like that dude is is like a problem if he if he is, is brought along correctly. Yeah, um, he could probably make some noise and some spot. And it's the guy that people are going to want to see just because you know he'll punch you and you're you'll crumble. You know, like Spider Man. Well, Alex, he should have uh, known Infinity from the War. jump, right? He should have known <laughs> right. from the jump well, that he was getting in the ring with this cat. Right. Well, so the, what the issue was that he he was taking a stand because he wasn't getting paid enough. So, you know, I, I mean, who's going to argue with him how he got his point across? Um, right. You know, he had his his uh, his plan or whatever. But then, I mean, you screw yourself over even more because um, you don't get paid at all. Thank you. <laughs> so, and, and so here, and here was my take when it happened. Um, you protesting about not making no money. Then you walk out because you're not making no money. Who? So now you don't have nothing on tape for them to say, maybe we should pay this guy more money. Right. But I, I guess, I mean, it, it kind of worked out right at the beginning where, you know, people were like, Curtis, Har- you know, who's Curtis Harper? Curtis, he was on ESPN. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the name got out there, The but I don't think the people reporting on it got behind the, the actual story enough for it to like snowball into maybe what he thought it would. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, well, let's actually take a look at, you know, what he's getting paid. Um, you know, why he actually did that. Is this an issue? You know, because then it becomes exactly what he wanted. Okay, I took a stand and I took a hit completely on my purse, but in the long run I gained because, yeah. you know, X, Y, Z. But uh, I think it, it became one of those, like, internet sensations for about five minutes. He had it yeah. 15 minutes, and then, like, everybody forgot about it. Yeah. Um, and record-wise, it didn't seem like him. he was a good fighter either. I mean, I, I, I'll admit um, that I haven't watched he, him, but... Yeah, no, I mean, he's not hes not one of these guys who's going to be, like, the heavyweight champ. But yeah. he did have a good scrap with uh, Chris Ariola a couple of years ago. Um, that was kind of his claim to fame. I mean, he's a solid, um, you know, uh, kind of journeyman-type guy. Um, he was hope They were hoping he was going to give, you know, a job about some rounds or whatever. But, um, you know, whatever happened, happened. I mean, I think he was, um, he was given, like, $6,000. Um, and, and I guess he thought that wasn't enough. Oh yeah, that's, that's pennies. I mean, that's I mean, that does seem that does seem crazy. But then here's my other argument. I mean, didn't he kind of sign this contract? Yeah, I mean, but you know, we don't know the, the ins and outs how that happened. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, maybe they tried to negotiate something higher, and then at the end he's like, okay, I'll do it, and then maybe he rethought it, or maybe he thought, okay, I'll do it, and then I'm going to take the stand and walk out. I mean, who knows what was going through his mind? Sure. Well, look, um, well, look. If he was protesting, then I'm with him. If if that was his intention on just we also out to make a stand. we also pondered with the idea of what he worried that he's going to get his ass whooped. <laughs> we did ponder that idea, and we also yeah. pondered how effective that kind of protest would be. Also, well, I, I think the answer is very clear that that's not a good protest because yep. now. You walked off. Bama's ain't fucking with you because you, you get walked paid. off. Yeah, you and you didn't get paid, and we don't think you're good anyway. Right. First time I heard yeah. about you was this you walking away from the ring. Yeah, before the fight started. Yeah. So I, yeah. 
But do, do, do you uh, you don't think he thought he was going to get his ass whipped and he walked out? We, you don't think that? Though. No, no. Yeah. It, initially, I thought that was the thing, and that's why I was laughing. And it's like, damn, like this dude is like when they did the face off. He was like, nope. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, uh, <laughs> like, like Red's smoke. dad in, in Friday. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. Turn right around and well, get your ass up. <laughs> yeah. Word, Some word. I ain't messing with these folks. <laughs> hey, look, um, man. We... Yeah, but you know, but also on that point, though, yeah. you know, and, and kind of from the other perspective, the, you know, the promoter was talking about all the out of pocket expenses that they have, too, which was kind of like a big number, too. It was like $7,000 or whatever for like. Food, airfare, et cetera, et cetera. So this nigga, they can't even recoup on this nigga. We, well, and that's the thing. Like, um, that wasn't even incorporated into the fight purse. So, yeah. I mean, everyone. You know who? You, before we get off, there, you know who I think has a gripe is Benji Estevez. He's the ref for Canelo Triple G. You know how much money he made? How much? Five thousand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's man. to me. That's nothing. Yeah. Right. Nothing. For that fight, consider. Yeah, consider. All the shit that Adelaide Bird got, remember in the first fight, yeah. uh, she she turned in the bad scorecard. Yeah, uh, the judges in this fight got I think twenty five hundred. <laughs> so you're talking about you, you work a night for you know anywhere from twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars. You make one bad call or one bad move, and yeah. that's like a lifetime of. Uh, of heartache and, and, and shit talking. I mean, like Richard Steele, he was yeah. the guy that jumped in um, when Chavez beat Meldrick Taylor the first time. Um, and he stopped the fight in, in the last round, like the last 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Like people don't, don't ever let that live that down. Well, you know um, what? When you, when you giving me, you giving me the, the, the money they take home and I can see why Bama's thinking other judges are throwing, throwing fights, man. Hell yeah! If you're yeah. only paying them twenty five hundred dollars, I mean that's why I don't know. I need my I need those those uh those sociologists cats from from Freakonomics to come into boxing and do some some research. Yeah, but that's crazy. I, I I would definitely throw a few fights if I was going to get paid twenty five hundred. That's, that's a fight. like my that's like my bonus check yeah, at work. You know right. what I'm saying? Let me let's be clear, y'all. Trey has a normal nine to five job, <laughs> and he's making the same <laughs> as as a fucking. Boxing judge right. that now that 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 seems crazy to me. Yeah, that real. seems crazy to me. For real. Yeah, especially how much they're under the microscope, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I, it's not it's not beyond um, you know all possibilities that they are taking a little bit of uh, extra dough under the table. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would. You can you you. Good luck catching me. Good luck catching me. <laughs> For real. Right, right. Um, oh, I didn't ask you. How did you score the uh, Triple G Canelo fight? Um, the, I had it seven rounds. I've watched it twice. I had it seven rounds to five um, mm-hmm. for Golovkin. But like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at seven five either way or six six. Um, there's just a lot of close rounds. Yeah. Uh, I did like, I did like Triple G's. Um, in those close rounds, I, I did like what he did better. And um, I thought, and yeah, I think a lot of people are arguing whatever their point is, like Canelo landed more power punches. Um, but it's just not across the board, like each round that, like I think in the um, in the second round was like a clear Canelo round to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, he landed less power shots than Golovkin in that round. So it's like, you know, it doesn't correlate exactly across the board where it's like okay well he landed this many punches or this many power punches and so that means he won the round like that's not how boxing is right so um i think it's kind of i mean everyone can you know substantiate their claims with um 
different statistics and stuff like that. But um, for me, the eyeball test of how they were looking in each round, I mean, that's how I did it. You know, I, I give it to them seven, five in rounds. But like I said, I can, you know, see either way, seven, yeah. five either way or uh, or six, six, six. That's why, I mean, it's, it's a good fight, man. They should do it again. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Alex, I, I just want to read a message from our chat room uh, from our faithful listeners here. Um, RC in the chat room says. By the way, uh, RC is the boxing aficionado. When I yes, he is. Yes, he is. He says, "Let's call it like it is." Canelo got a whole lot of love from the judges. Remember when he fought Floyd? I thought Floyd won that fight going away, but one referee scored it a draw, which was criminal. Your your, your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, CJ Ross um, scored that fight and then ended hey, up. Hey, hey, hold on. Side note: You making me look real good. When you just named the Bama who 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 had who had the score, you making me look good, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so CJ Ross was the judge in that fight, just like Adelaide Bird was in the, the judge in the um, the first Canelo Triple G fight, where it's like it's kind of like what I'm saying. It's like it's almost they fill these cards out beforehand, um, and you're left scratching your head, like okay. And then because and this is the thing, like a lot of times you don't see the breakdown, you know, boxing, and this is why even to the point of why we named uh, my, why I named the brand and the website is round by round boxing. Boxing mm-hmm. is a round by round sport. You can break down each round and, and see different things going on. Yeah. Um, you know, and so you have stats, you have jabs, body punches, power punches. Um, but then also not just those statistical numbers, you have things that are arbitrary. Like I was saying before, ring generalship, like you yeah. can't really put your finger on that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, effective punches. Um, you know what I mean? Like you can argue that some pun- some punches are blocked or some punches did more damage than others. And so sometimes the the rounds end up going to someone where you're like, well, you know, okay, well, the test is who who would I rather be? Yeah. You know, after those three minutes, who would I rather be? And so I don't know. It's it's difficult sometimes, but definitely sometimes stuff like that, where like the CJ Ross thing, it's ridiculous. Like Mayweather walked the dogs on Canelo, and it, we shouldn't even. It should have been like. If anything, maybe ten rounds to two, um, and then you got someone giving you know Canelo the the fight, which is ridiculous. But um, luckily, I mean, this fight wasn't that bad. But I think I agree with him in saying um, I think Canelo got every benefit of the doubt that he could, and you know, take it for what it is. Is it you know Vegas has more riding on him? Boxing needed the younger guy to win, whatever it is. Uh, or it could have been a fair fair shake or whatever it is. But I think he definitely got the benefit of the doubt and. Um, I think ringside, it shows that he didn't necessarily get the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we got 34 people, um, you know, scoring the bout for Golovkin and then, you know, two for him. Uh, take it for what it is. I mean, you know, people just didn't see it. And, and, but it was close. You know, those, those people that gave it to Golovkin, I think only a few were 7-5. A lot of them were, um, or excuse me, only a few were 8-4. I think a lot of them were 7-5, like 115, 113. Yeah. Um, then you had the 15 people that had it a draw. So, you know what I mean? It was really close, really yeah. close. But I'm going to ask you uh, one last question because I respect RC and his boxing knowledge and he, he, he enjoying what you're saying. Who is the greatest fighter of all time in your opinion? Whew, um, that's a tough one. I don't consider myself, I will preface, I don't consider myself a boxing historian. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people try to wear every fucking hat ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I grew up watching boxing since I was like five. 
And so like I've been, in, <laughs> and I'm 36 now, so I've been like heavily invested in the sport all throughout my life. Um, I've obviously read like uh, the bios of Duran and Robinson. I've seen fights, but you know, I, I don't dig too deep into all that stuff. Right. Um, I mean, Henry Armstrong to me, you have a good argument. Um, damn, that's a his, that that's history. That's history. <laughs> that <is> history. <laughs> yeah, Hammer and, Hammer and Hank Armstrong um, mm. may be the, the best ever. Um, he held three titles in three different weight classes at the same time. Um, he, he was just incredible. I mean, you also got people that will say uh, Ray Robinson. Yeah, that's, that um, was RC's. That was RC's. Yeah, Ray Robinson. Yeah. The, the argument with uh, Ray Robinson is that he didn't fight a lot of the most dangerous fighters uh, of his time. There's a, a lot of guys in uh, a plethora of boxers, uh, predominantly black boxers, uh, called Murderer's Row. Um, and these were like the, you know, the toughest guys of their time. And they say, you know, quote unquote, that Ray Robinson ducked them. Mm. They're, they're guys that he didn't fight. And so, um, I mean, but look at, look at his record. Look at his ledger. I mean, you, you also can't argue the fact of what he did. Um, and then, you know, some people will say kind of the more sexy pick is, is Muhammad Ali. Um, you know, and he, he has his pick to, you know, the greatest of all time yeah. as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can go. Um, you know, there's divisional um, greats that you can, you know, like Roberta Duran, I think you can um, pretty much argue he's the greatest lightweight of our, all time. Um, one, one of the, probably one of the top five boxers of all time. Um, so there's a lot. I don't know. There's a lot of guys you could say, but it's there's such a big pool of people yeah, yeah, obviously, uh, for obviously. for you to pinpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah, like one guy. Um, well, I, but, he he wants yeah. to debate with you, and I'm not going to allow that because we still got to recap the NFL and talk about your skins. But um, <laughs> uh, he says that Robinson did fight everybody. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not going to let you. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what. Uh, RC, um, well, H. Alex, give him uh, your uh, your social medias and where he can reach you. Um, y'all can argue about that on Twitter. I'll be very active <laughs> with that if y'all have that argument. Um, shout out your social medias for us real quick and anything you want to plug. Yeah, so um, on Instagram, we're at Round by Round Boxing. Twitter, at RBR Boxing. Um, round by round boxing on Facebook. Uh, that's the website, rbrboxing.com or round by round boxing.com. Uh, it's an interesting debate. Like I said, I, I don't consider myself a all knowing, uh, boxing historian. I mean, uh, current events, I will, um, you know, probably argue more, but, uh, I'm, I'm always interested in, in listening to, to some people that may know more than I do or, or listening to different takes, um, on, on, you know, Robinson's times in that, that era, but, yeah, for sure, man. I'd love to argue um, or debate on it, and um, you can hit us up at, at any one of those channels, and uh, definitely you can do that. Absolutely, hey, dope stuff, man. Appreciate, hey, we appreciate you, man. you, man. No, I appreciate you guys, man. Like always, um, if you ever need me, I'm here. Absolutely, and, uh, looking forward to um, you know talking some more boxing with you guys in the future. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Right, man. All right. Yeah. That All right. Was, so uh, that's uh, that's. Alex Burgos, rbiboxing.com. He also got an app, y'all. Make sure y'all get that app. Yes, sir. Um, it, you know, and and you get up to date stories and what's going on in the boxing world. Um, come and go straight to your phone. Stories are all on the app and all of that nature. So make sure y'all get the app. Um, man, I tell y'all a story one day about uh about A Train man about um 
how how now musically how he drives me now musically even though A Train or Alex Burgos doesn't really do doesn't, doesn't do music do anymore. But how he I tell you that story one See, day. See, I, I I did a great job by not calling him A Train this time. And I and I'm the one that called him. <laughs> it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. So, uh, without further ado, man, I think we need to get into these recaps. Yeah, let's 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 whine and complain about our team's losses yep, from yep, last week. Yeah, and we we could start with the Ravens and the Bengals on Thursday night, and it it got disastrous just from the jump. Yeah, um, twenty eight points in the first what half of this game for the Bengals, and I tell you, man. The moment we lost C.J. Mosley to the bone bruise mm-hmm. on that first drive and the rest of the defense, because Mosley calls the defensive, defensive plays. plays yeah. And once niggas ain't know what happened to Mosley and who's calling the defense, then the Bengals just start eating after that. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just too big of a hole to come out of. And the Ravens, as they usually do, they fight back in the game. Sometimes, like when the defense finally settles down in the second half, mm-hmm. the Ravens on offense, they sometimes kind of bungle things up until they get that one drive where they put something together, they keep it close, and then the defense goes back out there and they just can't sustain holding you know, holding the other team to, you know, punting the football away. Sure. So, so that's that's... Kind of what happened there. Uh, Joe Mixon had a pretty good game. He was kind of in and out of the rotation because mm-hmm. he was dealing with some injury or whatnot. And he and he's supposed to be getting some kind of scope surgery on his knee. Oh, I, I missed like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he could miss. He's definitely missing this coming week's game. Um, I think they play Carolina. Carolina, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be he'll at least be out for that game. And I don't know, you know, telling. How much further than that? Yeah. But um, AJ Green yeah. again, he, he kills us, man. Yeah. And not even in the yardage, just the touchdowns, yeah. man. But I started him on fantasy, so I, I got to be a little hyped slightly, about that. Slightly happy. got my got my yeah won my matchup. This you would have loved to been 35-34 Ravens as opposed to thirty four twenty three. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. But uh, not it didn't happen that way. Uh, so the Ravens are one and one. The Bengals lead the division. Yep. And they and you know I, I think we said before the season started that the Bengals look like they could be a team that could be sneaky, good under the radar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they got a good defensive line and Burfick is not even back yet. Yeah. So wait till they get him back yeah. and they're gonna be pretty stout right there. And offensively they just and they got good corners, man. Denard and William Jackson are good corners, man. Yep, and uh, they're good Patrick, corners. Is, Kurt Patrick, is, yep. Is, he's a pretty good, good uh, corners, corner, man. Too. They got good corners. They do. They, they, they're talented, man. Yeah. I, I can't front. I, I can't front there. Um, getting into Sunday's games, um, you had the Falcons beat the Panthers by uh, seven points, 31-24. Yeah, I don't, I, look, look, man, I have not yet understood the scope of how teams are playing yet, man, because um, I, I didn't think this was going to be close. I didn't think it was gonna be a blowout. Let me. I didn't think it's gonna be a blowout. Uh huh. But I thought. I, I mean, I, look. I know that the Falcons got a good team. Mm-hmm. I do know that. Right. I think that, <laughs> um, or I thought that, and, and it's only been two weeks. Obviously, it's been two weeks, and I think you're still trying to figure what these teams are like. I I, I expected more from Cam Newton, man. 
And I'm not saying he had a bad game. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a bad game. Yeah, 335 yeah, yards, three and, touchdowns. And so, yeah, that, he didn't have a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. That's a good game. Yeah. Um, and, and, maybe, and maybe I should be criticizing the defense more. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or obviously, rather, I should be criticizing the oh, defense. Oh, it's, it's, it's on the defense. Yeah, I should be criticizing the defense. No question the about more. it. It's on the defense. I'm, I'm still waiting. Obviously, Cam Newton had the MVP year mm-hmm. where um, he was okay the first eight games, and right. like the last eight, he really turned up. Mm-hmm. And but I'm still looking for that year that he puts together, puts it all together, all together like he did in 2015. For, no, I'm waiting for him to do it consistently throughout the course of a year. No, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. You want you want 2015 stats, but you also want it I want the, back to no, back. I want the back years. half of I want the back half of 2015 stats. The back half, yeah, because okay. yeah, because okay. he because yeah, we were still he's he turned on mm-hmm. the back half mid, mid okay. yeah yeah okay. like he was because it was it was him it was Brady yeah like going neck he, and neck. Yeah. yeah 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 so yeah so well, I, I'm 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 waiting for him to put that together. And um, again, it's again, it's not again. He didn't play a bad game, mm-hmm. but I feel like that was a game he should have, could have won. I think what'll help him get that second half magic from 2015 is this kid from Maryland, DJ Moore, mm-hmm. come on the scene and he scored a touchdown in this game. He finally got some burn here, but you can't have your running back and look. Christian McCaffrey is okay. Good guy. But you can't have him be the leading receiver and expect to win a football game. I don't think so. You, you, you just can't have that. Not not with his particular skill set. Who's the leading rusher? Um, who the rusher for the game or for Carolina? For Carolina, CJ Anderson. Uh, CJ Anderson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you you, you can't have that. Mm-hmm. You know that that means your receivers aren't I ain't doing it. Doing it. You and know. It, what I mean? And for me, you know, and not the bring up a, a whole other argument. We had this conversation, I think it was last week, about who had a better receiving call, the Panthers or the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I said the Panthers. Yeah, and I, I still think it's the Cowboys, man. I, I, said, I still yeah, think it's the Cowboys. I, I guess. I, 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 guess I, I guess you got me beat. I mean, I mean, it's two weeks. It's, yeah, it is. Two weeks. I, I think their receiving cores are closer than what people think they are. Or maybe that I think. I mean, I don't know. Or, I, don't know how yeah. that, I don't know how that people feel about it because um, that's. I mean, that's not like a a nuanced. Con- that's not a popular conversation, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you had pretty much a blowout. I'm, I'm going to call this a blowout. And I know 31 okay. to 20 is isn't a blowout by score. But, by score, yeah. But at half, this was 28 to six. Yeah. Yep. And it, this was exactly how I saw this game mm-hmm. turning out to be. Mm-hmm. And, and and shout out to Melvin Gordon. Another guy I got on fantasy in the lineup. Three touchdowns, um, not much on the ground, but very effective catching the ball, scoring you know scoring the touchdowns. And Keenan Allen, um, not a not a great game. Yeah. Just he just was there. But uh, Mike Williams did have um, you know a couple of, a few catches in this game. Yeah, as well. the one that got Vontae Davis retired. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. So 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 the Chargers win the game. Yeah, they, they beat the. Hapless Bills, um, as expected. Yeah. And, I mean, there's really nothing much else to really say here. Absolutely not. Now, this game, on the other hand, uh, where Minnesota Vikings fans are calling for the head of uh, Carlson? Carlson. Carlson. The kicker, yep. 
who missed two uh, game-winning field goals and another one to add. And extra, did he miss an extra point, too? I don't remember him missing an extra point, but I know he missed okay. three field goals, two of them that could have won the game. Right, right. Like, immediately could have won the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, John Carlson, uh, yeah, man, you, you, you ruined it, man. You definitely ruined it. Yeah, I don't see how. Oh, he Dan Bailey was already brought in for the uh, Vikings. Did they sign him? I don't know if they signed him yet, but he was definitely brought in. Okay. Sit your ass down. Yeah, you can, hold, you can hold that, Carlson. Um, I think a bunch of teams need to kind of hold that because there's no way that you got a Pro Bowl kicker, and I don't know why the Cowboys cut him. Yeah. But you got a Pro Bowl kicker out there just sitting there, and as much field goals as we've been seeing missing in the last couple of weeks, uh, I was kind of stunned that. This guy was not on a roster week one. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really stunned about and that. Carson did get cut according to RC. So Car- Dan yeah, Bailey, Carson so, got cut. Yeah, so I, I'm, and I'm rightfully assuming, so. Yeah, rightfully so. Come on, you can't. rightfully so. Yeah. But it was funny because I remember yesterday, you know, you know, listening to whatever I was listening to. I think it was around the NFL podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were saying about how they may not cut him. Um, oh, they. they Hell no. <laughs> I, that, that's what I said. But it was, I forget yeah. exactly what they were saying. They were saying something to the effect of, um, you know, having to bring somebody in and, you know, I don't know. But gladly for the Vikings, my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, they got him up out of there. I'm boat. trying to tell you, they might if they'd have kept him, they might have lost a few more games behind behind this cat. Oh, yeah. And I think they recognize that. I think they recognize that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely recognize yeah. that. And Kirk Cousins. Yes, sir. And RC, I know you got questions about the quarterback. I know that's your team. But he was dealing on Sunday. And, I mean, I know that should have been a non-call on Matthews. Oh, Matthews, yeah. And, 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 and I, I'm starting to hate this rule. I mean, I, I hated it yeah. when the season started. I hate it. But... I'm starting to hate it for real now. Because they don't like, even know how to call it anymore. Yeah, right. Right. Like, they react. And let's be clear. He threw the, you know, look. But here's the thing. Because mm-hmm. I, I know, I believe in Kirk Cousins, but it's stuff like that. Yep. That interception he threw. Mm-hmm. That was a bad throw. Bad throw. All yeah. of that. Yep. It's stuff like that that I, that I can't argue with nobody about it. Mm-hmm. But let's be clear. After he got saved. Mm-hmm. He won the, or he should have won the game. He should have, yeah. He, he won, won the he game. won them that game. Yeah, he won them that game. He put and, them in position. Yeah, he won them that game, and um, and I think if if you're a Viking fan, I think you got to feel good about Kirk Cousins at this point. I think so. Two weeks in, he's always putting up numbers. He's got some weapons. Adam Thielen had 131 yards receiving. Stephon Diggs earning touchdown. his money. Yeah, he, he two yeah. weeks in a row earning his money. He's got weapons. Dalvin yeah. Cook is running the football. Uh, Dalvin really Cook well. is nah. I wouldn't say really well. I got him on my fantasy team, so I'm, oh, he ain't I'm doing, the best. He ain't doing, too he ain't much doing bad. He fumbled last week. Okay. Um, I don't, I won't say doing bad. He, he give it two weeks. It's only been two weeks. So an update on Dan Bailey. The Vikings signed him to a one year deal worth two million dollars. Yeah, and and that and I, I think they was worried about not wanting to pay him that kind of money because mm-hmm. look, I'm. Not, you know, just to jump into the jump into the Steelers game. Now, I don't want to jump into it, but mm-hmm. I'm upset with, with Boswell right now. I'm I'm upset with some him extra right points. Now. Yeah, missed, I'm upset with him right now. Yeah, and uh, the um, yeah, punter though. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm. 
I, I think you're, he needs to be fired now. Your punter like, is like I'm upset, I'm upset at the fact that <laughs> Tomlin didn't come on the uh, press conference today and say, yeah, we fired Jordan Berry. Right, I'm upset right. at that. But um, it's crazy. kicking sucks right now, Yeah, uh, amongst other things. But I was concerned about if Boswell had to lose his job, mm-hmm. we would have had the – Dan Bailey is obviously the number one option. I don't want to pay Dan Bailey $2 million, and that's so much that – um, he's not worth it. I just don't want to pay him that much. I don't want to pay a kicker that kind of money right now, especially because we got to pay Boswell the extension we gave him. We got to give him that money, whatever's guaranteed oh. in that contract. We, so if so we extended him already. We extended him. You extended him. Yeah. So hypothetically, if you cut him, you still owe him that money. You owe him some money at, at bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I didn't want to do that and then pay Dan Bailey to I thought I thought he was gonna end up getting like two million like he mm. ended up getting. So Right. Yeah. Right, right. But I'm not happy with Chris Boswell. I'm not happy with Jordan Berry. I I am I'm not happy with kicking uh, um, amongst other things. Yeah, kicking around yeah. the league is very suspect right mm, yeah. now. Uh the Texans and Deshaun Watson played slightly a little better. Deshaun Watson himself had a pretty good game, uh two touchdowns, three hundred and ten yards. Um, but the team still lost the football game to the Titans to to Blaine Gabbert. I didn't even know Blaine Gabbert was I on the Titans. I didn't know he was on Titans at all. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy, man. So they, you know, the Titans win surprisingly. Um, surprisingly, surprisingly, surprisingly. Yeah. So, so surprisingly, are you worried about the Texans? A little bit. Yeah, I kind of get to. A little bit. Um, I look. Get to. The stats are cute for fantasy and good for anybody who got him as their fantasy quarterback. Uh-huh. But if you're the Texans, um, okay, you lost to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You kind of, if you're the Texans, you you mark this as a win. You got to beat the Titans. You got to beat the Titans. I'm sorry. You do. You do. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You got to beat the Titans. A division rival at that. Yeah. You got to beat the Titans. You have yeah. to. The Titans, look, they got a good defense. Um, I don't even. I think they got a good defense. I think they got a good defense. Okay. I, I think I'm they're, they're more opportunistic than they are. No, nah, I think they're good. I think I think their front line is good. Uh-huh. I think their front line is good. I think I think uh, Adoree Jackson, Kevin Byard are good. Yeah, individually, those yeah. are some good players. Yeah. No question about it. I just think that D coordinator is going to let them fail yeah. in, in situations. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's definitely a game the Texans should have won, man. Um, I don't think. I don't think. Anybody sees it any other way, in my mind. They should have won that game. A uh, message from RC. Uh, true, the rough in the passer call was bad, but they called it on a linebacker. Yeah, they were consistent. That's true. He hit Rodgers early in the game, so the calls were consistent. They were consistent. Yeah. I, I give them that. Yeah. They, you, you're 100% right. Man, I think the worst thing you could do in the NFL is miss two extra points and two field goals in a controlled climate Environment and play for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I, I think that's the worst thing you can do. And all to intents and purposes, the Browns should be two and zero, if yeah. not for yeah. this kicker Gonzalez, well, which they cut already. They did cut him already. They cut him. Oh, yeah. good. They 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 cut him. Good for them. You know, did, I mean, come on, man. Good for them. Come on, in a dome, really? Yeah, good for them. I, I didn't know really? they cut him already. I I I had got the vibe that based on Hugh Jackson's uh, post game, mm-hmm. I had got the vibe that they was you know they was going to rock with him, you know, because he was a young guy, and, right? You right. know all of that, right? Good, good for them. Yeah, nah, they 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 had good the, for them. They they had to cut bait, man. 
I'm and not it, mad at that. And it, it, well, it sucks for the Browns in a few ways. Tyrod Taylor has been making clutch plays when he needs to make these clutch plays. The touchdown in the end, yeah, and all they needed was the extra point, yeah. and he missed that. Yeah, you know, and 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 then after Breeze takes him down the field for the field goal. And it's got, what, 40-something seconds left. Mm-hmm. Tyrod comes right back mm-hmm. down the field, yeah, so, yeah. puts him in position for a field goal, yeah. Yeah. and misses it. It's like, like, come on. Can we give some credit to the Browns' defense once again, man? Um, I, I think over two <coughs> weeks, this Browns' defense is legit. <coughs> yeah. They're playing some good football right yeah. now. And, and, and it's being wasted because – and really – it's all the kicker's fault. Nah, These two nah, games, it's, it, it's all the kicker's fault. The offense was the, the offense did some opportunistic things against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they were good against the. I don't think they were good against Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh was really bad. Um, yes, the turnovers. Yeah, sure, yeah, I think sure. Pittsburgh was really bad. The turnovers um, helped. I don't want to. It's the kicker should be gone. Period. Yeah, yeah. You but can't, you but can't the make. offense the offense isn't hitting. Like they would like. It's not hitting. hitting. They're not not hitting the way they would like. I agree. It's not hitting. It's not hitting. But if this defense continues to play like this, I mean, they've played arguably the top two, top five offenses projected for this year. Yeah. And they've held the Steelers to 21 points. They've held the Saints to to 21 points. And and quite frankly, held them to three points through three quarters. Really, it was was because Michael Thomas and Drew Brees are who they are. Right. That, you know, but again, you went into this, if you saw this game around third or fourth quarter, you thinking... Mm-hmm. They should have won this game. They should. You're thinking, hey, you think, you're thinking Cleveland's going to beat. They're going to the hold on, or at yeah. least they're going to hold on. I knew the Saints were going to score at some point. I knew that because yeah. it's Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's the Saints more than that. Sure. I think that de- again. I think that defense is legit. I think that defense is going to be a top five defense this year, regardless yeah. of what the offense does. Yeah, yeah. No question, man. Yeah. I, that that's one thing we could say, and and, and I think at some point. With the Saints as the season moves along, if they continue to have, because look, the defense was bad last week. Defense played a little bit better this week. Mm-hmm. Offense kind of struggled here. Offense lit it up last week. I think at some point we may have to go back to how they lost the playoff game against the Vikings to see if psychologically that's still in the head of some of these players. Yeah, because I had this team. Winning a division, man. Because I had to see winning the division. And and it, look, it's early. It's yeah, two weeks. I get it. But it, look. but I don't like the way they've come off. Yeah, you know to hit yeah. you know to hit the start button real quick. At some point, if this type of inconsistency between both units continues like this, at some point we gotta mention gotta, if this playoff loss is still yeah lingering around okay. with these guys. I'm with you on that. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Jets like I thought they would, uh, twenty to twelve. Man. Um, Darnold, he's, I mean, he fought back in the game, but he's, he's got some growing up to do, man. Yeah, and, and I, I won't hold that against him, because he's done enough good things this early. Right. For me to, you know, let him, let him go through his breaks. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. done enough. He's done enough. Yep. He's done and, enough. And Kenyon Drake deserves some love. Kenyon Drake, um, yeah, because he's on my, he's my, actually my number two running back, so thank mm-hmm. you, man. Yeah. I actually put up some points this week, and I'm very ecstatic about that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what's up, man. Yeah. Dolphins 2-0. Oh. 
Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't expecting that. I guess they're going to challenge the Patriots this year. I, I, I guess. I guess. Right. How, how Tannehill look? Because I haven't watched um, much Efficient. Games. Efficient. Okay. Efficient. Um, and I, 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 let's be clear. I'm throwing the first game out the window. I'm throwing that first game out the window. Oh, the, 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 the seven-hour yeah, game. Yeah, I'm throwing that yeah, game yeah, out yeah, the yeah, window. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah. game, he definitely looked efficient. That's like, what's up. Efficient. That's what's up. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, man. This, young this legend. Kid, this kid young is legend. the truth. Young legend. This kid is the truth, man. And I'm telling you, if you ever had any doubts, Pittsburgh defense was here to let you know that he's the truth. Man. Crazy. Crazy, crazy game, man. Um, I, I tell you what, though. There was a turning point in this game. I have. I think so, too. There was a turning point. Um, you might have a different one. Okay. For me... Um, after the Chiefs sacked Ben and got the strip fumble for the mm-hmm. touchdown to mm-hmm. try to go up twenty eight cool. to nothing, yep. and they called it back because of defensive holding. Mm-hmm. Steelers went down the field, scored right there, and from that point on, the offense for Pittsburgh yeah, started yeah, to click. Yeah, and it was just a matter of can the defense just hold Patrick Mahomes, and they couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, right. No, that's not my turning point. My turning point was, I believe it was the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. And 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 I know I know I sound cynical or crazy, however you want to form it. Mm-hmm. For me, there has to be a point when you realize that something, that a moment is happening, that greatness is happening. Uh huh. Meaning, we can't stop this offense. Yep. And no matter what you do, and <laughs> there was a very there was a fourth and. I want to say it was a fourth and one, maybe a fourth and two, where they punted the ball. Mm-hmm. They was they were down. Mm-hmm. Were they down? I think they were down, and they punted the ball. And in my mind, I'm like, "Yo, this ain't the time to punt the ball. Mm-hmm. These Bamas are throwing it down our throats." Yeah. And Ben Roethlisberger, for all his purposes, is throwing it down their throat. Mm-hmm. This is not the time. You need to steal a possession we need from to, these guys. We need to, yeah, yeah. We need to, we need to turn up. We need to turn up right now. The defense is not going to do it for us, right? We need, we need to win this game. Ben Roethlisberger, who had was was the reason. Ben Roethlisberger, the reason why we were even in this game. Mm-hmm. You need to you, give him the keys. <laughs> had to throw it sixty times. Give him the damn Just keys. Get give back him in the, the damn game. Keys. If I would have much rather. Us lost with him throwing the ball, mm-hmm. then us losing with the defense not being able to stop Patrick Mahomes, who, for all intents and purposes, is looking like the next guy in the AFC, the next quarterback in the AFC. And if you ready for some overreaction, that, you re- that you re- some, yeah, let's 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 do it. I like him better than I like Deshaun Watson. Patrick Mahomes over Deshaun I like, Watson. I like Patrick Mahomes over Deshaun Watson. Um, at, at the pace that Mahomes is going. I can't argue with that. I, I I can't argue with that. I still like the Sean Watson. I like that. And, and I want him to, I want him to get one hundred percent healthy so we could see the real. I, this is overreaction. Patrick Mahomes only played two games. Mm-hmm. Me watching that, I like Patrick Mahomes better than I like Deshaun Watson as a quarterback. Hey, he on pace to throw eighty touchdowns this Man. season. <laughs> He, nah, he's, he's not doing Clearly. that. Clearly. He, he's not going to But, do that. um, Steelers, uh, defense, come on, man. 
Man, yeah, you know, Ben Roethlisberger didn't perform game one. He came and performed game two, and y'all let him down. Right. Audie Burns, you got to be called to got the carpet. Burned. You got to be called to the carpet, man. You got to be called to the carpet, man. You have to be called to the carpet. Mm-hmm. This is his third year, and he looks like some ass. A bust. At that's what he looked like. That's what he looked like. That's what he looked like. Jordan Berry. Look, see, here's the thing. We had a punter in. Um, we had a punter in this preseason, mm-hmm. and obviously they picked Jordan Berry over him. But I remember listening to uh, David Bryant of the uh, Terrible Tile Podcast, mm-hmm. and um, he was saying he was he was asking, "Do you think we got a coaching competition?" And everybody was like, nah, nah, Jordan Berry, you know, he's inconsistent, but he's done enough to keep his job. Right. And now I'm thinking back to that preseason. I wish I could remember this punter's name. And I'm sitting here thinking, mm-hmm. can we get him back for the, for the low? Because <laughs> he, he a rookie. Yeah, yeah, Can we right. get him back for the low? Because, <laughs> look, man, Jordan Berry is a good directional punter. Mm-hmm. He, wasn't, he wasn't a good punter at all yet. It's not helping. He wasn't a good punter at all Sunday. Um, Chris Boswell, who... Um, I gotta eat a little crow this early in the year, um, because I was ready to give him the He's not crown. Kicking well. I was ready to give him the crown, man. And the thing about kickers who don't kick well, who aren't who are in a slump, they normally don't recover until they unless they go into another team. That this is true. We've, they normally we've seen it don't, with two kickers yeah, already. They normally don't recover until they get cut and we've go seen somewhere it. else. We've seen it with two guys and, already, and, and they got cut. Yeah, and so I, I hope he recovers. But I'd be, I would, I'd be like the only person, the, the only kicker I could think that recovered from a kicking slump mm-hmm. is Mason Crosby. It's the only guy I could think about. Right. Stayed with the Packers and then you know got his shit together. Right. Um, it's not looking good, man. It's hey, not looking good. Hey, I, I gotta say something here. And as a Ravens fan, and I, I, I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers one hundred percent. Every year I hope they go zero and sixteen. I, I hate them to the core. But can the media leave Antonio Brown alone mm. for for just this week. I'm I'm seeing a lot of stuff about you know what he did on the sideline during yep. the game. Yeah, not getting because he got the targets. Yeah, you know, but you know, oh, I guess his stats wasn't good enough, and then. I guess he missed the meeting yesterday, I can or, think some kind of, of, or didn't show up to the yeah, facility yesterday. Sure. And it, they did, it did come out that it was personal reasons, and, and, and like it wasn't him just skipping. Yeah, but 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 even so, like Antonio Brown is the least of the Pittsburgh Steelers' yeah. worries. Yeah, you got a defense out there that's giving up leaky oil. That that should be the topic yeah. <laughs> this week yeah. for Pittsburgh. Because guess what? Ryan Fitzmagic is out there. <laughs> he he out there. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Don't remind me. Y- y- y'all got the Bucks next week. Yeah. Don't you know what I'm saying? That that needs to be the focus. How this defense gonna play against Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and those weapons he got. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about Antonio Brown. Yeah. Uh he he Tomlin needs to calm him down. Duh, duh, duh. I'm like, y'all really whining about this? Yeah. It's a non. To me, it's a non-story. As good as Ben Roethlisberger played Sunday, I will say that he missed Antonio Brown on three throws, one Uh one a touchdown throw, right? um, That they normally hit, 
and I can see Antonio Brown being being frustrated about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I had preferred he not be caught on camera arguing with the OC, yeah, but right, right. water under the that that's that's the least of our concerns. Um, the tweet I read and and the tweet I read mm-hmm. is um, from David Bryan. Uh, uh, these these are my peoples for the Steelers. Um, he says the problem. Well, that's not. I'm not going to quote him, but paraphrasing. The problem is, is that the coaching. When the coaching is bad, mm-hmm. the defense isn't good enough to oversee the co- oversee to overcome the coaching. That and when familiar. the and when the def and when the coach the defense is bad, uh-huh. the coaching isn't good enough to overcome the defense. I saw that tweet, and um, I saw it, and that's that's the key, man. Mm-hmm. That's the key, cause let's be clear, Keith Butler ain't he not getting it done. He not getting it done right now. He no. not getting it done right now, and we don't have enough um, talent. Maybe maybe Sean Davis becomes it. Maybe T.J. Watt becomes it. But Dupree, maybe they become it. Yeah. But right now, talent wise, we and the depth is not looking good. We not good, man. You know, it's really not looking. good. Middle linebackers, Vince Williams is still holding it down, but John Bostic, nah, bro. And I and I guess the other since we're talking tweets, the other tweet that was floating out there was from a guy who used to work for the Steelers, um, maybe last year or a couple of years ago, and he tweeted out to Antonio Brown saying, "Look, you know." You're oh, yeah, who you okay, are yeah, yeah, because, because of Ben. Of Shut the hell up. And so AB retweeted and said, hey, Man, sit your ass down. <laughs> right. And now people are making a big deal. Yeah, oh, like, Antonio Brown wants to get traded. Shut up. That ain't what he's saying. Man, sit your ass down. That's not what he's saying, And let's people. be very clear. Antonio Brown may Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Period. Period. All you gotta do is look at year by year yeah. stats of Ben. Look at him with Hans see. Ward, and it's not to say Hans Ward ain't wasn't a good receiver. Mm-hmm. Not quite Antonio Brown. No, no, not at all. Nah, man. Uh, just a few comments here in the chat room. Uh, RC says my Vikings have been cursed with kickers for two years. You damn right about that, RC. Shout out Blair Walsh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, word. Uh, BS3 Sports and Music says Browns haven't won a game in 631 days. That's telling. Um, Mo Chi says Mahomes is a better system around him. That's true. And he also says Houston has relied on defense and a receiver. So now the defense isn't as good and the offense has only been upgraded with Watson to Hopkins. Shut that down and what do you have? Um, I mean, some say. Now, and by the way, I agree with Mo, but some say that Will Fuller is the real deal. I've, I've said that. That's what some say. I've, I, I've said I, that. I'm still holding. I'm still holding out. Mm-hmm. But that's what some say. I, I, I've said say. that. Yeah. When when him, when Fuller, Watson, and Hopkins are out there, they're dangerous. I mean, we, the, we saw parts of it last year. But that's who was out here against against the Titans, and this is true. Yeah, that's all true. three were out there. Yep, yep. And speaking of Fitz Magic, he shows up again. 27-21 over the Eagles. You know, I'm not surprised at the outcome of this game. When um, you say outcome, you mean? That the, that the Eagles lost this football game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess that's Mochi's calling in. What up? Yo. What's what up, poppin'? man? 
Chilling, bros. What's good, man? Cool, man. Hope everything good with you. Yo, it's your boy Mo, man. Hey, y'all, y'all still live? Obviously, I, I do believe because yes, yeah, y'all was yeah, live when I called in. Yes, sir. Like, yo, number one, always dope shows. I have to go back and catch the replays. I've been busy as hell with X Squad and the 24-7 joint. But yes, sir. Catch all the replays. And y'all doing, y'all putting in your work. Appreciate it. I ain't gonna take up too much. I ain't gonna take up too much time. And I appreciate the shows that y'all fly to us as well, sir. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna keep pushing. It's, 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 it's family. Like when I say, let me say this real quick. It's family. I don't know why everybody out here is talking about people beefing, et cetera, et cetera. Man, if you're on your grind and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, if ain't nobody talking about you, then you're doing something wrong, number one. And number two, as far as all of us, we are a family. So that's that. Love. Canelo you... won the fight. Canelo won the fight. I got a. Hey, I got you. <laughs> I got you, bro. Um, I had Man and and the microwave was over here with me um, watching the fight. So we did three independent scorecards. Man, they all had to fight even. Microwave had to fight even, mm. and I had I had Canelo winning the fight by one round. Mm. And really, what it came down to, even like y'all boxing expert was talking about, it really came down to like really the last three rounds. So the last three rounds, some people had Triple G winning all three. I had Triple G winning ten. I had even on 11, and then I had him winning 12. Mm. Um, Mande Leon had Triple G winning the last three um, on his part, and Microwave had Triple G winning 10, 11, and Canelo winning um, 12, which... I ain't really, yeah, I ain't really agree with him on that one because I thought I thought Triple G definitely won twelve. Definitely won twelve. But when you look at the fight, to me, what it came down to was more of the fact that Canelo had Triple G backing up, and you really would have thought it would have been more based on I ain't no boxing aficionado at all. Yeah, but based off of what you know about Triple G. Triple G, one of the people that like to deliver deliver punishment, right? Yeah, right, right. So you would have thought he would have stood in the middle of the ring to the toe with Canelo and make Canelo back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was that's the true. opposite way around. That's true. And to me, that's I had a lot of rounds. Even like I said, I had it. Um, I had a four to three Canelo, and everything else was pretty much even mm. on the fights. Mm. Um, I, like I said, I feel like he he had him backing up. Triple G had his job working. RC said that he had his job working, but Canelo was able to hit him in the body. He was able to make him back up. And at the end of the fight, um, Triple G looked beat up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he he looked like he lost the fight. Mm. Okay. He didn't look like he he didn't look like he came out as a champion. And I'm going to be a champion today. He looked like he came out and he came out and was like, I'm a champion and I'm going to fight and they're going to make him take the belt. And that really wasn't the case. Mm. It so was like, way, nah, you would. 
So the way Triple G kind of fought back in those final three rounds wasn't enough for anyone to be persuaded that he could steal the fight right then and there? To your, to your count, he's asking. Round, round 11 to me. It wasn't round 12. Round 11, Triple G had it. And Canelo caught him with a couple of body shots. And then he backed him up off of him. And it was like, oh. And it was like that moment kind of sort of shifted it back toward Canelo. And that's why I had it even. Otherwise, I would have had a Triple G round. I would have had Triple G winning the fight. Hmm. Or actually, I would have had it a draw. Okay, sure. Yeah, look. I don't, um, I don't. I think everybody, I think everybody's in agreement that uh, we would that we accept either seven five to one of the two fighters or six six. I think everybody. I don't think anybody disagrees that it should have been one of those three scores. Bro, you got some people out there uh, that'll make okay. comments. Well, let, well, well, let me say anybody who watched the fight and anybody had, that didn't watch the fight number one. If you ain't watched the fight. At least you can't comment on it, and you can't comment based off of copy box numbers. Yeah, because like the the numbers numbers don't always tell the truth, Absolutely. especially in boxing. Absolutely not. That's true. Like I don't want to see Floyd back in the ring. I want to ask y'all two things. I asked y'all about it, but I y'all y'all was like, uh, it's either going to be Clay or Durant that leaves Golden State. That was me, Maestro. I don't think so. Okay, Maestro, I don't think so. I think either... All right, with the one-year deal with Durant, Mm -hmm. it makes sense that he signed a one-year deal to say, I'm going to come back, I'm going to play another year, I'm going to win a championship here. And somebody said, go to the East, which makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I said... um... I said go to the East because when you look at when he was a free agent with OKC and he and there were stories that the Celtics were in the mix, the Heat, the Knicks, the Wizards and all that. Um, when he made the move to go to Golden State, people were saying that he didn't want no smoke with LeBron in the Eastern Conference. So now that LeBron is now in the West now, and if you give that Laker team some time to develop and all of a sudden they become the favorite a year from now or two, and if Durant's in Golden State and Clay's no longer there, Draymond probably is not there or maybe not as good as he used to be, Durant will look in the situation and say, hmm, I could go back home, play for the hometown Wizards. I could go to the Knicks. I could go out east somewhere. Um, Here's the thing that go ahead, here's go. the thing that nobody didn't bring up. Remember, remember uh, – Towards the end of the season, or right at the end of the season, Draymond had the option to re-up. And Draymond declined the option to re-up because if he either is an all-star or defensive player of the year, um, he has to be off the max contract. Remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why I said I think it's more between – I think they would try to keep Durant there, although – LeBron James said something very tough. He said something a couple of months ago, and he said something to the effect that I started making my plans years ago, and other people will do as well. 
He said something basically to that effect. Mm. So the one-year deal from KD could be, uh, oh, okay, well, I can win mine this year, and I could go to L.A., or I go out east, depending on what, which way L.A. swings. I think L.A. is going to be the big, the big ticket, honestly. I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm just saying, y'all know LeBron is there, so somebody's coming. Yeah, somebody's somebody's gonna go. Somebody's definitely going. I don't know if it's Durant. I think I don't. I think I lean more towards Clay going. Um, Obviously, the whole he's from there and the father wants him there. Um, He still with LeBron there. You know, LeBron want to dish all night. His points probably going up if he goes to LA. Um, like so, every, everybody knows that Clay Thompson is like the third has always been like the third man out in Golden State. Yep. Even though he has the uh-huh. talent to be a number one guy, and obviously he wouldn't be a number one guy with uh, LeBron, but he'd be a one A for certain with LeBron because he's the better scorer. Yeah, and he's the be- well. I don't think he's the better defender. Well, I think he is the better defender than LeBron, but. Mm-hmm. He he's there. He's going to score. He's going to get the rock. He's going to be put in situations where he's like, "Hey, go make it happen for us." Yep. More, you know, like because LeBron doesn't really take on those situations mm-hmm. um, well historically, anyway. Right. So um, I'm leaning more towards Clay, um, and then KD. Um, I don't see. And me and Trey, I think we. I, I don't know if we talked about it on air or off air, but. Um, I don't know that KD is concerned about the whole LeBron James factor. I think the I think KD recognizes that he has met the criteria to being one of the greatest players of all time. Not the greatest, but one of the greatest. His Hall of Fame status is already cemented at this point. Yep. Nobody's going to look back on his career and say um, KD. You can't say nothing. Better scores. Yeah, you really can't say anything. I mean, if you want to deal with nitpickers and people who are historians that remember mm. the whole uh, super team creation and all that, right. you might get a few of those guys. But for the most part, the general narrative would be that Kevin Durant has met the criteria of a Hall of Fame. Not just no, you know, a first, but he's met the criteria of a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he's one of the best scorers this game has ever seen. And he's filled in all the blanks. So I don't know that he's chasing the whole LeBron James thing. Now he can just on, soak up cats for the With what you just hit me over the noggin with, I like what you said. So how about this? Clay and Boogie end up in L.A. next year because both of them signed, or Boogie only signed a one-year deal, mm-hmm. too. They're not going to be able to re-up everybody. That's but right. I got to ask y'all, I got to ask y'all this one. I got to get back to I, I I went from the top of the top where y'all was at the show, and I'm going back down. All right, James Winston. I told RC, and I've been saying this on my show for a minute in regards to James Winston. Before the, before the season, season started, I said this. I put it on wax. I said his days in Tampa are numbered. Now, I caught a lot of smoke for saying it, mm-hmm. and I have reasons for saying it, though. Look, he went to Florida State. You had you you had issues at Florida State. You were drafted by Tampa. 
You've had issues with the Uber driver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like people say, oh, it's just coincidental that now all of a sudden she wants to bring out the lawsuit. It's not coincidental at all. Like I said in the chat room earlier, I said number one is Florida. Number two, you already done had your issues there. And number three, it's just time for a change of scenery. He's not a bad quarterback at all. His stats prove that he's a starting quarterback. Yeah. But you have teams, you have teams that are out there. And I've been I've been putting out this this random bold prediction all week. And I want y'all I want to see what y'all think about it. So you know, in Baltimore, you got RG3 still on the rocks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if Joe Flacco was to go out, who would everybody want to see? They would want to see Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this is my bold prediction. RG3 to Tampa, somehow, some way. Eli Manning finds a way to go to Jacksonville. And he really makes them a Super Bowl contender as much as I hate to say that. He's better than Blake Bortles, but he still sucks, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Jameis Winston to the New York Giants. That is a lot to digest. Yeah, it really is. But I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what I. But I'll tell you. I. You know, and you can. You can. You know, questions. And and I, I guess I'll go first because I'm talking. Right. Um. I agree with you that Jameis Winston is probably gone. Um, and he shouldn't be. But here's the thing. Um, I don't think Tampa Bay wants a black quarterback. I don't think they want a black That's quarterback. Part of it. Yeah, I don't think they want a black quarterback. Despite the fact they drafted him number one. Well, um, didn't wasn't wasn't the front office different then? Um, the front office, the, they they turned over they turned over coaches. Yeah, yeah, they definitely you got to realize because Lovey was there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the cutter came from Atlanta after that. Yeah. Right. I don't think. I don't think I don't think Tampa Bay wants a black coach. That's just, that's just without a whole bunch of information. I don't think they want a black coach. Um, I and, and to me that would speak to why all of a sudden coincidentally this is happening. And 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 not for nothing. I'm not I'm not a big football is fixed conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. but it is magical. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. What Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing on the cusp of this dude being suspended, and not just that. Every place that Fitzpatrick has been in his career, at some point he has started for this particular team. Yeah. And I and I, and I go back to the incident with the Uber driver, yeah. Jameis Winston, that happened 2016, March yeah. of 2016. Uh-huh. NFL, why are you waiting till the 2018 season to hand down a suspension because to a guy who's on his last he's about to get paid more money yeah 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 he's about to get paid more money and to james to james winston's credit and to his agent's credit honestly we should say after the fact 
it was a good job on their end to just say, you know what, I'm gonna accept the suspension and yeah. take the three Come games money, now money, before yeah. I start making more money. Yeah. And idea. and I kinda understand it now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But still at the same day, I at the same time I still say to James Winston, you still have to stop putting yourself in a in position to be in that spot. Like yeah, you this is all on you. Period. Like yeah. The it's numerous. He lied about it a couple of times. Yeah. Number one, number two, he didn't report it. So I mean, it is what it is. We can feel how we want to feel as a people, yeah, and be like, yeah, you, yeah. you, you know, it's 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 because of this, it's because of this. Here's, it, here's the thing: people, it is a people kid. have three strikes. We have one strike. But here's the thing: it is a consp- it is a conspiracy. But the problem is, is that we got to, as a people, got to be sharp enough not to get caught up in the bullshit. No, and, no, no, no. It's a conspiracy, but we got to be smart enough, and we already we know see, it's a conspiracy. We're the same so, thing. Yeah, so stop bitching. You got to be smart yeah. enough to not put yourself in the position to be out there for it. Stop bitching about it. And and here's and here's the last piece I add to it. In these two games, let's not act like Jameis Winston has ever put these types of games up. It's no coincidence, y'all. James, I'm, you know what? You saying that Winston he's ever done? Could have possibly statistically put up these meaning to say that he hasn't done. James Winston has never put the uh, put a two game resume up oh. like this in his career. I'm not saying he has the potential Winston, to do yeah. it. I don't know that for this sure. This is what I'm saying. I if know that's saying, saying, saying. If you're saying it, then I'm, I'm a co-sign with you. If you're saying it, I'll I'm saying that. Winston could Winston could have put up these numbers, sure. but guess what? Winston was not on the field putting up these numbers. It was journeyman Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And for everybody that wants to ish on journeyman Ryan Fitzpatrick, guess what? Nick Foles won the Super Bowl last year. So, yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. Whoever got the hot hand got the hot hand. hand. If right. you work with the offense, you work with the offense. So, yeah. and Mo, Campbell, and- Campbell would be – and Mo, think about this for think about this for a second. I, I brought this question up last week. This might be the best group of weapons that Fitzpatrick has had out of all the stops that he's had in life. Think about it in life. Think yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. In life, yeah. and you want to know what? While while, while people want to say journeyman Ryan Fitzpatrick, let's not forget in between him being the journeyman. Like he put up numbers, and he and he, like, put, he, and he, he, he put up numbers, and he played horrible. Yeah. And he put up numbers, and he played horrible, and and like y'all, and he got contract. Yeah, Can't knock what's the difference man. between what's the difference between him and Sam Bradford? Yeah, talk other talk. than the fact that he played, he's played far more games than Sam um, and Bradford. More better. Played. <laughs> but you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's let's not just itch on him like he a just nobody quarterback. I mean, but it is what it is. He's streaky, though. Yeah. He, he, oh, man, he really streaky. He's inconsistent. Streaky. This I mean, streaky. He's inconsistent. Yeah. Let's be clear. This is not going to last all year. No, it's not. But let's be clear. It's you not. ride the wave until it is. Nobody believes this is going to last yeah. all year. You ride, this, is this, this is reminiscent of 2008 when the Titans started Vince Young. He had some stuff going on. Kerry Collins came in, mm-hmm. and they went like undefeated for like the first ten weeks or something crazy mm-hmm. like that, and yeah. they ended up being thirteen and three. Yeah, this is this is exactly what could transpire with this situation. 
Um, yeah, Fitzpatrick is a backup, Bossy says. But yeah, we agree he's a backup. Okay. But there's no way that right now, especially after beating the Super Bowl champions and putting up the numbers he put up on the Saints, there's no way at this point mm-hmm. that you you bench mm-hmm. him. You you don't do it. You don't do it. Nah, nah. You wait yeah, till the magic wear off. And, and, and before y'all, before before I get off the phone with y'all, let me let me let me let me ask y'all about this. Fantasy football, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, I had a strategy going into this year. I said I already know everybody gonna be heavy on um, running backs. They're gonna go heavy on Hunt. Um, they're gonna go heavy on um, 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 Gurley. They're gonna go. I mean, uh, the shit. I'm mad. I can't. Kareem uh, uh, or damn the the motherfucker from New Orleans. I was yeah, like, everybody gonna go heavy on all these people. I said, I'm going to go heavy on wide receiver this year, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did on wide receivers is I took, like, Thomas. Yeah. Beckham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I got a ridiculous wide receiving core, and I waited until late. And guess who fell in my lap in all of my money leagues at, at quarterback? Mm-hmm. Oh. Pat. Pat Mahomes fell in my lap in all of my money league. I got him in all of them. One of them I got 100 in. One of them I got 150 in. And the other one I got 40 in. He fell into my lap in every one of the leagues. And the reason reason I went with Pat Mahomes was because, okay, now you know you got Kareem Hunt as a weapon. You got um, Tyrod Hill as a weapon at receiver. Mm-hmm. They're going to key in on those two, yeah. and they're thinking that since Alex Smith is gone, what is Pat Mahomes going to do? I was thinking the same thing. So what I did was I went on the run of quarterbacks as well. So I snatched up two quarterbacks back-to-back, and people was like, you tripping. Yeah. And I was like, nope. You're going to have to trade me to get a quarterback after week four. So, for everybody that's listening right now that's in my fantasy money leagues, whenever you're ready to get your quarterback, see, I got, like, a good quarterback sitting out there waiting for you, but I'm starting Pat Mahomes, so I got that money. Oh, man. That's dope, man. Hey, man, oh, appreciate man. you, bro. Appreciate y'all, too, man. I hey, appreciate y'all, fam. All day. All right, man. But. But um, but yeah, man. This this is the best receipt. This is the best group of we gotta, we, we, people I, that I'm gonna keep it a bug with y'all. We gotta fly. We gotta fly yeah, through these recaps. We, we'll, we'll fly through all. all right, this. We, we got like we, th- we got we'll, like thirty. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. We gotta fly. But um, just one thing about the Eagles, though. I'm 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 not surprised they lost the game. I mean, offense ain't clicking. Um, Carson Wentz is starting defense, Sunday, though. Yep, yep. Defensive line. Um, I thought would play a little better, but I mean their back end is you know going through it right now, yeah. so I'm, I'm not surprised at that. Um, what do you think about the Colts getting a W over? Uh, Shouts out to the Colts. Redskins, um, Redskins um, got some explaining to do. Yeah, that, Sorry. that, that was totally different to from do. last yeah, week. They got some explaining to do. This shows this really just shows me how bad the Cardinals are, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, oh God, yeah. you talk about. Buffalo Bills, yeah, the Cardinals, right. yeah, like, like, 
if I'm Larry Fitzgerald, I just might be like, I screw might be it. Devontae Davis, right. Just, just screw it, man. I'm Josh going to Ro- Hall of Fame Josh, anyway. Josh Rosen got to start next week in my mind. You said he has to start next week. I, 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 don't, I, don't, know, I don't know what they're waiting for. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know what they're waiting that for. That was probably the more puzzling decision. I don't know what they're waiting for. Of all the quarterbacks that got drafted this year, that probably was the more No, I'm not mad one. at you starting Sam Bradford week one. I'm uh-huh. not mad at that. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not mad at that, but let's be clear. Sam Bradford was supposed to be this accurate guy who knows how to run the offense, and they got blown. They're getting blown out two games in a row. Yeah, you're not that guy we thought you were this year, and got shut out in this game. Yeah, against the Rams, we're not who you thought we were. We're not who you thought you were. Nope. I have, yeah, whatever I'm supposed to be nope. saying. Yeah, you, you're done. Man, Rams look great, man. Yeah, they, they look great. And uh, the 49ers beat the Lions 30 to 27. Um, it looked like a point in this game where the Lions were mm-hmm. trying to make this comeback. Good to see that Matthew Stafford ain't sorry yet. Uh, what's that? Good to see that Matthew Stafford isn't sorry isn't yet. Isn't sorry yet. Yeah, because th- I, I know a lot of people took from the Jets game mm-hmm. that maybe Matthew Stafford had lost a step and maybe he wasn't the guy. Right. You know. Right. Nah, I, I, I thought he bounced back, but I also thought that the Niners – had opportunity to get their offense back up and running. Well, Matt Breida, Matt Breida, who I don't think anybody had on their scouting report, is playing the way he played. Um, yeah, played he, he busted out a long yeah. touchdown run. Yeah, man. I don't think nobody saw that coming from Matt Breida. Not that Matt Breida was sorry. Because he showed flashes late last year. Mm-hmm. But, he did. Yeah, he did. but I don't think that's what they had in him. In nah, it, I think they're playing the Lions. The Lions don't let anybody score on them. And then uh, the Broncos. This was a good game, actually. Actually watched, like, the last minute of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders led for most of the game, man. And, you know, the Broncos, they came back. Um, had a, I guess Keenum had one of his spectacular plays. and the run Looked the more receiver. like last year's Keenum. Look, yeah, it sort of looked like that a little bit. But we need to highlight Phillip Lindsay. Undrafted Philip Lindsay, mm-hmm. who got a hundred yards from scrimmage two weeks in a row. Yep, first person to do that. Um, but he um, looks like he's taking his job, this running back job. Um, I forget who the other guy is that's that's right. around. But and it's almost by default. I mean, no yeah. CJ well, well, they 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 drafted a guy. I forget the guy's name that they drafted. Mm-hmm. Who um, they were, I guess, leaning towards. Right, but right. Philip Lindsay is clearly outplaying that guy, and Devonte Booker um, is, you know, just around. I guess that's the third guy because um, I drafted Devonte Booker, thinking, man, oh, did get, I did think. I mean, late, but thinking he was going to mm-hmm. get carries. Right. And um, right, right. Nah, he wasn't the starter like I thought he was going to be. I felt like he should have won that job, not easily, but he should have won that job off the strength of he's been there. Right. And Nah. Hey, you had an Amari Cooper sighting. Ten yeah. catches, 116 yards. I don't know what the make of this Raiders team. They suck. Yeah. That's what you can make of okay. it. Okay. All right, well, I'll keep. I'll I, I, I make it easy for you. Yeah. They suck. John Gruden, you dummy. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> uh, the Jaguars. Yeah. Blake Bortles. Now, I was. I, I didn't want. I didn't want to stretch the conversation with Mo out longer. Uh huh. They let's be clear that they gave uh, they gave Slim a three year ex- extension like over the summer. Uh, Blake Bortles. Blake right. Bortles. Yeah, yeah. Lucrative deal. Yeah, the Jaguars aren't paying too much. And this nigga ball. 
He balled. He did. He balled. He, he made some throws. Now, I don't know. I don't know if we make this a a, a, a Patriots defensive thing, but the the Patriots have had defensive issues before, and as of recent memory, and and, and they've been able to you know yep. you know make it happen in in lieu of um, you didn't expect Blake Bortles doing this against that that Bill Belichick coach defense. And he did. But not just the numbers, not just the throws. Decisions. But the decisions. What 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 about the runs he's making? What about the like not the juke move, but like the like the run where he's running toward the guy, he's doing a spin move yeah. to avoid yeah. being taken down. It's like the duty I give him credit for this game, man. Absolutely. And, and people are going to say, oh, he's Blake Bortles. He sucks. Nah, he's always I, I sucking. Don't, I, don't, I think, I think I, and the, my, my second overreaction, I think he might have figured it out. It's possible. I think he might have figured it out. It's, it, it's, it's, I think he might have figured it it's out. It's clearly possible. I think he might have figured it out. This was one of the teams that I was hoping would have gone out and got Josh Gordon. Because mm-hmm. I think if... He's on the Jaguars. I'm gonna tell you what. And Bortles is playing like this. I'm gonna tell you what, man. They might win the AFC. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Fuck Josh Gordon when you got Keelan Cole. <laughs> uh, Keelan I, Cole. I, I, need to, I need to see more. I'm overreacting, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Keelan Cole got the catch of the year, yes, and I don't. Does. And I don't think nobody's beating that catch. Yes, he does. I don't think nobody's beating that catch this year. He does. Not an ODB. I don't think nobody's beating that catch right. this year. I don't right. think nobody's beating that catch this year. That is the catch of the year, and I don't, and I, and I don't, yeah, that catch, and then followed it up with the touchdown in that drive. I don't right, think nobody right. is beating that catch. Shout out to Keelan Cole. Um, shout out to freaking Blake Bortles, mm-hmm. and fuck you, Patriots. And Fournette, get back healthy soon, because they're, they're not winning the conference without Leonard Fournette in my eyes, despite I don't know, this man. performance. I don't know, man, because T.J. Yeldon ain't no slouch, and that Grant kid... No, he's not. That Grant kid showed up. He's not, but can can he do it week to week to week? That's, that's I mean, the question. I mean, we don't even know if Fournette could do it week to week. He hasn't... He's been here... He's been there one year. Sure. And it's I mean, not like he had a great... He didn't have a great year. Like, he didn't have a bad year. Right. But it, we didn't, we wasn't like, yo, for, we know Fournette was good. We didn't have Fournette as like a top back last year. No, we didn't. Yeah. He proved us wrong. But, I mean, based on what we've seen out of his career so far, you, you got to include him in the mix as far as one of the key important pieces to the Jaguars. He's a top 10 back. I don't... I, he's a top 10 back for certain. Ball. He's a top 10 back, Fournette is, I think. I fell asleep, and I mean, sure, no, it was late. It was late no, Sunday night. I don't worry, you should have. But you, you could have went to sleep on this. Did, did, I I couldn't take it no more. Yeah, no, I, no. I, I couldn't. T- I couldn't take I it. I was no more. I was just busy as well. <laughs> I, I was I had the game on mute and I was working on music. I like I was I, watching it enough to you know right. come in to work Monday and uh-huh. have an opinion. Right. But uh, yeah, this game. Nah. I I could not take it no more. I mean, aside from the long touchdown to Tavon Austin, that was pretty much all the action you got. Because everything else was a sack on Eli Manning, uh, maybe a missed throw by Dak here and there, and it, it, it was it was an ugly game, man. I mean, I think you I think you had a tale of two not so good teams going at each other. Yeah. I mean, that's really what this game was about, yeah. man. 
Um, but it's I mean, so sad that Saquon Barkley is going to suffer because of this offensive line. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it's a, it's a shame that this offense hasn't put up thirty points since two thousand fifteen. Is that a fact? That is a fact, my wow. nigga. Wow. That is a fact, my nigga. Wow. Wow. So an offense with Odell Beckham Jr. can't put up 30 points. Mm, and Saquon Barkley, who, for all intents and purposes, has proved that this guy, he's going to be interesting this year. Yeah. That's, yeah, man. It, it, it's a shame. Yeah. Oh, and Saquon Barkley is being used as the check down guy. Because that's I mean, all Eli could do. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> with the offensive line being right. what it is, man. And uh, Monday night, um, actually, this uh, this was a similar game yeah. to the Giants. And but the I will Cowboys. say this: I will say this. Mm-hmm. That Bears defense, and the, and you said it. You you said it. This Bears defense, man. Um, yeah, Mitch Trubisky. If Mitch Trubisky can act, he wasn't bad. But if give us just a little bit more, and and that's what I'm saying. If if he can just improve, take just the slightest next step combined with how the Bears are playing defense. The Bears are playing defense. They and they should be two and zero. The Bears are playing defense. Yeah, they should be two and zero. But the Bears are playing defense every year. The past, yeah, hold on. Uh, I just want to make sure that my point is hit. They shouldn't have won game one. <laughs> what the Bears? Yeah, the way with with. With Aaron Rodgers came uh, in, Aaron Rodgers came in and did. Yeah, yeah, not, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. But the Bears blew that game. Yeah, though. yeah, they yeah. blew that. I don't think I don't. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is great, but but this Bears defense shouldn't any, shouldn't even hang their head on that loss. That this Bears oh. defense is for real. Yeah, this Bears defense is for real. Yeah, Khalil it, it, Mack it. is for real. But it's always but it's always my but it's my argument that I've that I've made. Mm-hmm. You know. On several occasions in the off, you know, preseason, mm-hmm. off season, right? Pass rushers can be eliminated very easily if you know what you're doing at quarterback. Sure, and that's the only reason why I don't see the Bears uh, going to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, or really, or or winning the division for that matter, right? Because if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you can you can eliminate pass rush. You can sure, um, you know, and there's no guys that's getting twenty to thirty sacks. A year. But, but also, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that have that ability like Aaron Rodgers does either um, to do that. I don't know who's on their schedule, but... I, but AFC East. The AFC Brady East. Brady could do obviously. it. Obviously. Nobody else in that division can do that. Right. Um, in their own... Well, Rodgers could do it. Can Can Stafford do that? I think he's capable. I don't know if he's going to do it. But if he do it once, then they're in a the situation. Yeah, if you okay. do it, if, you know, if they beat the Bears once... Yeah, I I, I, I guess. think they're gonna get swept by if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, they're getting swept by the Packers. So so here here's their schedule. So they're at the Cardinals next week. Mm-hmm. I think they could they blow could, out. Yeah, they could they could beat the Cardinals. Then they got the Bucks, and maybe Fitzpatrick wears off a little bit. Yeah. I think the defense could hold that group to maybe twenty points. Sure, you know seventeen could be. But enough. do but do they win the game? Is more so right, okay. right. But can but do do the Bucks have the ability to neutralize pass rush? Um, I don't know if it's pass. I don't know if they that. do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Dolphins, we said no. Yep. 
Yeah, Patriots, they could do Absolutely. that. Jets, no. Bills, no. Nope. That's crazy. They they play those teams four straight weeks, mm-hmm. the whole division. Yeah. Um, we talked about the Lions. Uh, Vikings. Yep. Cousins got the ability to do that. Absolutely. Uh, Giants, no. No. Uh, Rams. Yes. Yep. Uh, Packers again. Yeah. Niners. No. Okay. And Vikings to close out. Yeah. So... Yeah, their schedule still is interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm not backing off of them being a wild card. Yes, I'm, I'm not backing off of that. So uh, we got week three's picks coming up, and man, you had a terrible week again. I know. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't much better. I mean, I went eight seven and one, and you went seven eight and one, identical to last week. Yeah. And, yeah. and and so, where, where, where that music popping? I'm sitting here looking like, why is my fucking music in that here? What's going on? All right, well, we're going to have to roll, but, but why the fuck is my music in that there? Uh, man, da, 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 da. Slipping, man. Yeah, nah, I was ready to cue it up. I was so ready for this shit. Right. I was like, I'm like yeah, I did this. I listened to the replay from last week. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, that oh, was that a shit? good, good yeah, bounce. Yeah. Well, I, I made sure I had... I, that's crazy. Well, let's let's get it in. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night game, Jets at the Browns. Who you got? Browns. Um, picking the Jets until the Browns can show that they can't, you know, goof a game up. I'm I'm going the other way. I'm picking the I'm Jets. I'm going for that. I'm going with that defense. Okay. Uh, Sunday's games. You got the Saints at the Falcons. Falcons. I'm gonna go Saints here. Um, I, I don't know why. I think this game could go. I'm I'm really I'm uh, look. You know what? I'm going Saints. I, I take that back. You go I'm Saints. I go Saints. I go Saints. Okay. Forty okay. uh, ers at the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Going with Kansas City. Uh, Raiders at the Dolphins. Dolphins in an uh, upset. I guess you would kind of call it an upset, maybe. Uh, Dolphins will be three and zero. Yeah. When it's all said and done. Uh, Bills at the Vikings. Vikings. Yep, I got Minnesota too. Uh, interesting one. Colts at the Eagles. Eagles. Uh, look. Uh, I'm going Colts. Yeah, I think I am too. Yeah, I, I think I am too. Okay. It's, it's Wentz's first yeah. game back. And, you know. Wentz is back. Fuck that. I'm going Eagles. Sneak. I'm going Eagles. Who's been sneaky good? The Colts defense. Sneaky yeah, good a little bit. Against the the Bengals who hung 34. Uh, yeah, and the Redskins. Redskins. Yeah, no, nah, don't give me that. I'm going Eagles. But I I, and I think individually they've had some pretty good performances. Uh, the Packers at the Redskins. Packers. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Packers too. I, I, Redskins disappointed me last week. Uh, Bengals at the Panthers. Give me the Give me the Bengals. Uh, I'll go Panthers at home. I'll go defense. Uh, Titans at the Jags. Jaguars. Jacksonville. Uh, Broncos at the Ravens. Give me, what's going? What's up with CJ Mosley? Do we know yet? Uh, he's definitely going to miss this game. Give me the Broncos. Okay. Um, I'm going Ravens at home. I think they got the extra week. They know he ain't going to be there. So. I'm going Ravens. Uh, Giants at the Texans. Give me the Texans. Um, oh, oh, Eli gonna get killed in this game. Jadavion Clowney, 
JJ Watt. I mean, David Clowney been quiet. That's that's merciless. You know, you know everybody wanted. Everybody was trying to kill me about this whole Davion Clowney. He one of the best pass rushers in the game. He been quiet at two games. Let's be let's let's make that very, let's let let's let that be known. And it's obviously at two games, but let's let it be known that he's been quiet. Well, I'm gonna pick the Texans because yeah, I, I think Texans Eli's too. gonna get killed yeah. in this game. Um, Chargers at the Rams. Rams. Um, There's no way I can beat the Chargers. I'm going. No way I can beat the Chargers. Mm. Matter of fact, I need to take that defense out. Mm. Like I didn't start. Bosa's going to be out. I don't give a damn who's going to be out. They're not beating the, they're not beating the Rams, uh, in my opinion. Well, I, I, I think parts of both of these teams are identical in okay. some ways. Give me the upset. Give me the Chargers and the upset. I like what you're doing right now. Give, give, give me that. Um, Bears at the Cardinals. Bears. Yeah, we're going with the Bears there. Uh, Cowboys at the Seahawks. Cowboys. Um, I got to walk back that Seahawks making the playoffs thing. I did not make the playoffs. Dang, you giving up already? That early, yeah. That, wow. That early. Wow. Um, You know what? They haven't been home yet. Seahawks? Yeah. yeah. They, haven't, they haven't played at home yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going Seattle here. Gotcha. Um, Sunday night. Patriots. Patriots at the line. Yeah. yeah. Patriots, Come yeah. Come on, man. Patricia going to wish he <laughs> didn't take <laughs> the job. Wish he take the damn job. Word. Right. Word. And then uh, the big one, Monday night, the Pittsburgh and Tampa. Look, man. It's a big one. Pittsburgh Steelers. You see this shit? We we pulling it off in Raymond James. <laughs> we just need some sacks, man. Look, cut this man, cut this man, the man to man shit out. Mm-hmm. Is we can't do it right now. Right. T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Bud Dupree. Where y'all at? We need some sacks. Let's go. Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to point one thing out. Um, that I James Conner, let's go, baby. That I think is getting overlooked um, with the Bucks. you know, 2-0 and Bucks. Their defense is not good. <laughs> okay. And, and, I, and I don't think people have, okay. you know, paid really much okay. attention to that. Their okay. defense is not that good. And and, and with that being said, um, I'm, I'm going to give the Steelers a shot here. Um, if the Steelers lose this game... It might be canceled Christmas at at this point. If they go, depends on, if they in go my mind, two and one. In my mind, it depends on how they lose. Depends on how they lose in my mind. Sure. Depends on how they lose. Sure. If if it's what thirteen to ten, or if it's if it's thirteen to ten, yeah. If it's thirteen to ten, if if it's if it's low scoring and we lose, if it's high scoring and we lose. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a blowout, I can say maybe it's an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's if it's a close game and we lose, you said was, it's an anomaly. It could be if the Steelers get blown out by the Bucks. I w- I would in my mind count that to be an. Anomaly. Oh, okay. So okay, you're yeah. saying if it's like forty five to 20. 20 or something like okay, that. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. like yeah, gotcha. I I would say that's an anomaly. Gotcha. But if we lose close, mm-hmm. or if we lose the high score or low score, and we lose close, right. I'm concerned. Okay. Because we should be able to pull that off against their defense. Okay. Yeah, and again, 
I don't think the Bucks defense yeah, is all that good. should be able to pull that off, yeah. So, I, I, I think you, you know, I, I give Pittsburgh a shot here uh, to win this football game. So, um, so folks, uh, we just want to send shots out to everybody in the chat room. Shout out to the X-Squad affiliates. And I think this is the weekend coming up, TDSS4. And, and oh, yeah, 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 so um, make sure if y'all in Atlanta, man, um, make sure y'all check out TDSS4, X-Squad Affiliates, and um, all the, you know, all the folks out there that have uh, been tuned in to Doug Stewart for so many years, and uh, it's a good time, y'all enjoy yourselves, and shout out, shout out to everybody that's been listening to the show that hasn't been in the chat room, uh, we appreciate you, we appreciate the love and everything like that. Um, just a few things before we get up on out of here. Uh, make sure y'all check out the website, www.barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Um, we got all of our episodes up there. If you want to listen to this show on demand, we got videos on the website that we upload from the podcast. Also, you can check those videos out on our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. We also got a blog site on there. Make sure y'all check that out. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. And don't forget, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And so, uh, Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier, we signing off. Y'all have a good weekend. We'll be back next Tuesday. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.